I can hear you, Advax on Attack. Advax Abe. Uh, we're talking about video games on your phone. Have we started? All right. Started, yeah. Cool. Tap, 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 game. Tap. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> we just synced all the audio for that. Yeah, I never got into them. I mean, like, um, I get the appeal. I understand why people play them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just like the whole wait for a day or two for your coins to come up. Remember, like, the farming games that used to be on Facebook? Yeah. Like, early Facebook Fucking like I gotta go harvest my fields and, and I gotta wait for fucking. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, that, that's that, that's what Trailer Park Boys is like, right? And I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm not sure because I'm not a huge gamer on my phone, mm-hmm. but uh, sometimes you know you're, you're sitting around, you want nothing to do. You just want. I'm like, I I can't play those uh those games anymore. I never, yeah, I never got into that that whole thing. I knew a couple guys who were deep into it, who like they would have to be home at certain times. Oh, thank you. They'd have to be home at certain times to like tap their screen or yeah. like harvest their field. Or, like, buy that booze, get those coins. Like, weird shit like that. Yeah, I don't know. I can't subscribe to that. There's better things to do with your time. Yeah, I don't get it. I never understood it. I, um, I'm i a gamer. I like video games. So I never got the idea of the Facebook games. And, like, having to send people invites and shit. Oh, fuck. It's a good way to get yourself unfriended, man. Yeah, send yeah exactly. Get, get a life. Ugh, those are brutal. I shouldn't say that. There's probably the, I'm not sure who is, like, yeah, people who are into that stuff. That's cool. But I'm like, I, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, I mean... I don't play, uh, like, whatever, Shadow of the Colossus. When that was huge, I would tell friends about it, but I wouldn't show up at their house with a copy of it and be like, do you want this? Oh, the one on PS2? Yeah, whatever. That, w- that just got remastered on PS4, I saw it. It looks incredible. It looks really nice. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, Shadow, the Shadow of the Colossus PS4 remaster. Or, like, yeah. it's not even a remaster. It's like they built it, rebuilt it from the ground up. Yeah. So it's like all the textures, like the hair, the grass, the way they look. Mm-hmm. And it looked really good to begin with. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful looking game no matter what. But yeah. fuck, it looks really good now. Yeah, that's a that's a very very that's a very very good looking game. I, uh, um, yeah, Xbox needs more like that. Yeah, Xbox definitely needs their. I mean, they have them. Like I remember for the longest time, Mass Effect was like their thing, right? Yeah, their their franchise that was huge. Like it was just Xbox. Yeah. Then when it came out on PS three, PS three was when they first got it. Yeah. You could play, like, two, but you would play a comic book as number one. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, number one. It was essentially you read through a comic book, and you made choices based on your characters. Yeah. Like, made outcomes and shit. Yeah, made Edmonton, by the way, too. Yeah, made here. Shout out to Edmonton, yeah. Good old Bioware, Good team. old Bioware, yeah. Bioware, Y-E-G. Mm-hmm. Fuck, we have some, like, some pretty cool shit in this town, man. Yeah. A friend of mine just, uh, like, he hasn't moved back, but he's been back and forth lately. Mm-hmm. But we were talking about how, like, if you're here in Edmonton from, like, what, say, May until September... Yeah. Like every single weekend, there's there something. something to do. There's something to do. Different. Yep. Every weekend, you can do something. Yeah, and we've talked about this too. Is oh like yeah. How like uh, um, um, and you don't before it'd be like you'd have to dig to find stuff to do here. Yep. Now you don't. No man, we are we are generally taking to that gen genuinely taking that festival city moniker. Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, and like the 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 food like the. The the food uh oh, the food scene the food the trucks food and shit the food scene here is actually getting way way better oh it's so cool man yeah I love it here I mean I remember like way back when when the first food truck showed up people were talking about like there's a fucking food truck yeah like you've never seen one before I'm yeah like, you've never seen one in your life yeah exactly you know the quality food that comes out of there is probably what you get at home <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. same thing and like a board at home yeah like when you're when you really don't know what else to make yeah you want to make like an egg plus sandwich or something like that yeah like, just something like you could just make in like twenty seconds if you're hungover yes yeah and now it's just ridiculous yeah now the the, f- the quality of of food trucks and food in this town. Yeah, we. I don't know. I always feel like we are. We have so much potential. I, even with the snow and shit, we have so much potential of being like that Portland North. Like I think that, so, that should yeah. be Edmonton's identity. Yeah, I think so too. Because uh, the thing is, like Edmonton came from a point. I think uh, uh, that they had to. They had nowhere to go but up. Yep. And we. Um, yeah. And we. And we took advantage of that. And I think we. Um, 
there was so and plus there was so much investment in Edmonton mm-hmm. that um, like look at our arena. Arena has the, we have the best arena in Edmonton. It's so pretty. Oh, sorry, not in Edmonton. Sorry, in the NHL. In the NHL. Yeah, and um, there's. Um, and the thing is, like, when you build something like that nice, you have to surround it with beautiful things. Yes. And yeah, and our downtown core is just getting crazier and crazier. Yeah. It's yeah. like you can't have one really nice infill rental house yeah. in a neighborhood. Everything else is, like, made in the, the late 70s or, like, exactly. late, late 60s. Yeah, what's that line? Looks like so shit. Yeah, what are you, you going to do, wax the fender on your car? The rest, <laughs> of, the rest of it looks <laughs> all shitty? The rest of it is shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, and that's not saying our town was, was ugly to begin with. Like, we really had a slowly building pretty town. Yeah. But just that was the problem. It's like we were building it so slow, and yeah. now it's like everybody's invested in it. Like mm-hmm. the city's finally kind of hit that. I think it hit that point where, like, you know what? Fuck it. We got to let's just do, just do it. Yeah, and like make it nice. Yeah, and our city was b- the way our city is built before mm-hmm. before all the infrastructure came uh, came into play is that it's built so well mm-hmm. that um it's 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 actually it's actually it was actually designed to be like a f- like a more of a futuristic city. The way it's like there's no hills like you know um like how Calgary is like it's not like. Um, it's not broken up to quadrants and stuff like that. Our city yeah. was well designed. Yeah, and it was I can't do that center street shit. Yeah, it was fu- it was future proofed to be like a very modern city. Yeah, we- weirdly enough, right? I mean, was that I I never really looked into it. If that was like a, a like by design, they they, they knew that's th- something actually like is right up your alley. Yeah, because like th- there was um actually they said like um the way Edmonton is designed right now because it's a very like it's a it's a very like um like. Uh, kind of like a checkerboard, like mm-hmm. you know, everything is like straight and, s- and squares and stuff like that. You so mean it's a very grid pattern. Yeah, like a grid pattern. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I didn't get much sleep last night. There's um. But yeah. You can drop a fuck you if you want. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, but like there's um uh but yeah, it's very easy to like, if you come to Edmonton, it's like if someone tells you like uh avenues go north and south, streets mm-hmm. go east and west. Yeah. It's you when you come here, it's very hard to get lost here. No, it, it is not. Yeah, it's not difficult to find your way around. Not at all, and everything is everything is within fifteen minutes. Unless you're in Millwoods, Millwoods which wasn't Edmonton. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just to be clear, that was annexed. That was annexed. Yes. Millwoods is a fucking shit show. Yeah, and if yeah, Wikipedia Millwoods, Edmonton, and you'll see some weird shit. Really? Oh yeah, it's crazy. I've actually never done that. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Like because huh. yeah, because it's it's the biggest like suburb. Yeah. I think it was the biggest suburb in Can- in North America. I think I mean pretty close. I know we were bigger than Red Deer for a long time. Like Mill Woods was bigger than Red Deer. It was huge, yeah, and um, uh, it still is. Like Mill Woods is like, where does it go from? It goes from like twenty, like twenty third Avenue, just south of tw- south of twenty fourth Avenue. To I mean, ninety and ninety first Street, all the way to now. yeah, all the way to like yeah, it's huge. Yeah, I mean Mill Woods essentially is like where we are. We're in the corner now, technically, yeah. right? And you are in the corner, yeah. Yeah, and this is like pretty much. Anthony Henday and like around 50th. Yeah, you're south. You're the most southeast of it, almost. Almost. There's, yeah. there's more behind us. There's more behind you too. But yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, we're kind of in the corner of it. Yeah. And then it goes, yeah, straight up all the way to the White Mud, mm-hmm. and then down to 91st. Yeah. And then back up towards uh, 23rd, 91st. 23rd. It's huge, man. Yeah, it's massive. It it is like a uh, like I was thinking about this a long time ago. If you made like w- like when Pokemon Go was out, like those maps yeah. for for Mill Woods. Yeah. Like if you made a map of Mill Woods, made that a game board for uh, like a Pokemon game. Yeah. It would be fucking huge. It'd be huge. I mean, that would be a big area to be spanned out in. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, uh, yeah. Like, man, Millwoods is, like, um, like, I'm not sure if, like, uh, I'm not sure if you do this, but every time I, like, I'm, uh, every time I go biking or something like that, I go biking in my old areas, mm-hmm. Millwoods is, like, it's so rustic. Yeah, it is. I mean, fuck, that's a, that's a really polite way to say it's run to shit. No, it's not, but, but it's not, But though. I do get what you mean. It's like, it, but it's not. It's, like, it, ha- it has character. Like, I'd rather, yeah. like, where I live, I live in a brand new area. Mm-hmm. I hate it. It's, like, it's, it's such a brand new space. There's no character to it. Yeah, if you go to certain parts of, of Mill Woods, it's got, like, a certain 1970s quality that's remained. I love it. Yeah. Like, it hasn't, yeah. it hasn't like, broken down to where it's, like, 1970s and then, like, you know, 
there's like a like a very like modern like a what do you want to call it? like a mini mall next to it exactly like I mean everything here has a certain look to it that's kind of been sustained even though we're in like 2018 yeah it still has that same look to it like we put that one building up that uh what's that thing by the town center we've got like a man it's such an Edmonton podcast by the Millwoods town center yes. there's a brand new like apartment complex that went up yep and even that thing looks like like it's modern ish but really it belongs in Millwoods it belongs in Millwoods yeah, yeah. it's got a look to it yeah there's um yeah because I because um. The thing about new areas is that new areas have to follow code. Mm-hmm. Back when they were building Willows, there was no fucking code. They're like, yeah, fucking just, you know, the lots were huge. Dude, uh, like, if yeah. you just tell somebody, that, like, talking about code, right? If you tell somebody to drive through Millwoods Road and just look at the change in the way houses are built, you'll see, like, a fourplex next to, like, a mansion. Yeah. It's like a fucking, yeah, like you're saying, like, an acreage. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's weird. Like, they're, nobody was following yeah, shit. They, yeah, they didn't give a shit. They're yeah. like, yeah, you know what? And you have these massive backyards and all that stuff. Like, my backyard is so, it's like, I'm lucky. I have a big back. I I got a big backyard because mm-hmm. we lucked out. Yeah, we got a corner lot, but yeah, like yeah. um uh we are uh um all the rest of our neighbors. They're like they're like um they're del- tiny they're, ass little they're tiny. Yeah, even my friend Sandy, like Sandy, his mm-hmm. house, his house is fucking massive. It's like a, it's over a one. It's like a one point eight million dollar house or mm-hmm. whatever it was. His backyard, tiny. It's tiny. And it's like I I think everybody knows some of the houses we're talking about. Like if you drive on Millwoods Road, there are a few houses on there. Especially on, on our side, I would have a, like a fucking brain fart, language fart, on our side of Millwoods Road in the southeast here. Mm-hmm. If you drive down, you'll drive past certain houses that everybody just knows. Yeah. Because they look so out of place. Mm-hmm. And then you look at them, you're like, but they're really cool. Yeah. They got a weird kind of cool look. Yeah, to it. yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I, yeah I, I don't like, like, we're at, like my area. It's mm-hmm. just so, it's, it, all the houses look the same. Very and stuff cookie like cutter. That. Yeah, they're cookie yeah. cutter, right? Like, go, I, I bike through Millwoods. I'm like, oh man, this is my trick or treating route. This yeah. is like, I love it. Yeah. Especially, like, I've got friends who live where you used to live. Mm-hmm. And we've gone through there a few times lately. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, like, all the houses there have a certain, like, neighborhoody feel to them. Like, I, I dropped this one, uh, like, a friend of a friend off who I'd never dropped off to their place before. And they were, like, again, like, by that uh, building I'm talking about in Mill Woods and by the town center there. Mm-hmm. And even behind there, all the houses could have been, vi- they in their in their age, when they were built, they yeah. were ultra-modern. Yeah. They were fucking ultra-modern. And now they've kind of been renoed a little bit. Yeah. So they, they were, like, modernized to today's standards. Mm-hmm. But just because, like, maybe it was a timeless kind of build that, like, like you know, what the 70s or what the 60s thought of as, like, a... Uh, like a futuristic look. Yeah. They've got that look to them, and they fucking held up. Like, they have a certain look that's just really, maybe that's the right word, maybe rustic. Maybe they've got that, that feel that, like, that it fits. Yeah, and, it, yeah, and those, th- those if you want to reno those, um, yeah, yeah, you could just, it just needs a minor face. If you don't have to gut anything. It takes to a renovation very well. Very well. Yeah, yeah, it's got a very cool look to it. Yeah, so, yeah, so, um, listeners, if you're in Canada. Yep. Come to Edmonton. Come to Edmonton. Yeah, and give us a shout. Portland North. Yeah. Fuck Portland, Portland North. North. It's Edmonton. It's Edmonton. Yeah. We're not yeah. Portland North. We're Edmonton. We're cool yeah. as shit up here, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we've got a lot of really neat stuff. I mean, like, you know, the theaters. The other the other, uh, the other day, not the other day, actually, last month, we went to a couple theaters in town just for the hell of it. Go, like, see stuff. Like, we got The Room playing, I think, here at the Garneau. The Garneau, yeah. Yeah, like, every, is it the Garneau? Where it's like, somebody's telling you they play it, like, every Friday and you throw spoons at the screen. Oh, like yeah. We, we yeah. do fun, weird shit like that. Like, Edmonton's got these weird little treasures yeah. all over town. Mm-hmm. You can do something, like, quirky different every day. Yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, it's one, of those, one of those deals. Even when, uh, when Shane was here, we were talking about how when something shuts down in town, it's like uh, Shane Turgeon, who does the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Um, we were talking about how like something very cool will be in town, and then it'll shut down. And then everybody's like, "Oh, it shut down? Ah, oh, yeah, no, that's too bad. That's too bad. I never went there or supported it." Yeah, exactly. It's like go go to local things and support your local entrepreneurs, support your local 
theater, support your local farmers, all that local shit that you always think is really cool to have in town. Yeah. You go, have to yeah, support go experience it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it will shrivel up and die. Then you'll be that guy who's like, oh, yeah, I wish I'd gone there before. Yeah. Actually, I could I could tell you right now one of my favorite nights of going out was like mm-hmm. I went to the Garneau with a friend who hadn't seen Akira. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. And I said, let's go. And like it's playing at the Garneau. We want to see it in the theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went there, that, you know, those velvet seats, whatever the hell they were. Yep. Went there, saw it, and then I'm like, right afterwards, went to La Poutine and got, like, Montreal smoked smoked uh, p- poutine. And exactly. I'm like, and then we're like, I'm like, the, I'm like, look at that. I'm like, this is a great night. It's like, it's so simplistic. It, oh cost, us, it cost us, like, what, 20 bucks? There's, yeah, Can't that's just it. it. It cost you 20 bucks to, like, have a night that you still talk about. Yeah. How many years ago was that? Oh, that was, like, that was like three years ago. Yeah, and three years of entertainment for twenty dollars. Yeah, exactly. It's messed up, man. It's yep. like uh, I was I was having a conversation. Fucking another thing. I guess having these weird conversations are relevant today, which is why we do this podcast. But <laughs> I was having a weird conversation about how you'll you'll talk to certain people and they'll like family members or whatnot who live in places that like are you know quote unquote the place to be yeah. or the place to visit or whatnot. They'll tell you about how somebody's always calling them or something. Somebody's always talking to them. It's somebody else you all kind of know colloquially mm-hmm. or, or friends or whatever. And um. They'll they'll kind of be talking that that person you know because they want to visit them because their city is cool. Mm-hmm. They're like you know you, well I don't ever fucking talk to them. Mm-hmm. Like I've never talked to to John or yeah. Jim or Jim Smith mm-hmm. or our buddy we all know Jim Smith. He never fucking calls me because he thinks your town is a dump. Yeah, so he doesn't call you. Mm-hmm. But he's always calling uh, Jamie down the road. Yeah, because he wants to visit California. He wants to go to, to LA. Yeah, exactly. he wants to go to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like we've got a gem city that like you know I know why you don't call me because you don't have you don't think it's anything fun to do in my town. Well, fuck you. This is a fun town. Yeah, I do fun shit. Yeah, and that's kind of like a like a big goal of this year's podcast too. Like we mm-hmm. want to really promote the hell out of Edmonton. Mm-hmm. There's a few different changes we're doing as far as like uh, the way we the way we brand ourselves and like really the way we've been doing this. Like mm-hmm. this has been like a for fun thing for the yeah. last year and a bit, mm-hmm. and now we're actually gonna make it a, a like make it a place where we can prop up local entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. local businesses and whatnot. Yeah, and it's just yeah, my it's, it's about time, man. Like Edmonton's got to get that shout out that it's been missing. Yeah, Edmonton is uh um yeah like I. Um, like even uh, when I was in uh, over in uh over in Europe, mm-hmm. I was like uh, I was talking to my relatives in Europe, and they're like, "Oh, what's uh what's Edmonton like?" And I'm like, "Ah, like it's home." Yeah. And they're like, "What do you guys like? What's it like? Like what, what's what's there?" And they're like, "Is it like that place with the, with the mall?" I'm yeah. Like, well, yeah, I guess so. It has the mall in there, but it's like um, the mall is kind of shit. Yeah, and I'm like, "You guys live in, uh, you guys live in uh in Surrey, uh in in London, outside mm-hmm. of London. You don't even live in London." So yeah. they, they were just cutting down Edmonton. Yeah, right? the fuck is but Surrey. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, you, look at what you, you guys. Got? Yeah, well, you guys never see the sun. What the fuck yeah. is wrong with you guys? Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, you guys, I'm like, even the weather here, like you guys get rain all the time, and yep. like, I'm like, I'd rather have the snow. At least you can go out in the snow and like, anyone anyway, go, go go snowboarding or London ain't shit. Then I and they, I said to him, <laughs> I said, and then my friend was who was traveling with me. He said like, he said to my uncle. Oh my, yep. my my aunt and he's like uh, he goes he goes yeah this, this London sucks yeah it ain't shit man yeah you guys got nothing here you guys have you have like you have such narrow streets like uh people are rude Edmonton's like it's old yeah you could drive your own tank <laughs> you could drive your own that's, tank that's in the, the road that's that's the size that's the size of the ro- of the roads and if I want pretty old stuff I'll go to Quebec yeah. I'll go to Montreal yeah exactly. I'll see pretty old things in Canada yeah yeah that actually like kind of means something to me yeah like like London don't get me wrong I I don't mind London to go hang out there but if you want to live there oh yeah. fuck no. No fucking way. I mean, like, I'm not a. I don't mind big cities. Like, I I do like big cities. I love big cities too. But um, yeah, like I was there over the over the Christmas break and really like, I don't know. I just it did didn't you feel like it's kind of it's kind of like cold and disconnected? I mean, yeah, not disconnected. Just and even the cold didn't bother me so much. I was just kind of like, well, what's the big fucking deal? That's the thing too. What's the big fucking deal? I mean, everybody kept telling me how it's the greatest place ever, and the museums are nice. Like I did the museums Absolutely. are really cool. Yeah, I I can't deny that. Um, the people themselves. 
I, I found to be uh, friendly and polite and nice and really yeah like, uh, most yeah I, I I got one bad person but that didn't let that ruin my road yeah, trip yeah exactly same mm-hmm. thing like is wasn't like the good definitely outweigh the bad as far as the people go yep. um like going to pubs and bars and shit that was awesome it was awesome yep. like I found like anybody who worked in a pub was either either from there or from way like usually from somewhere else like mm-hmm. Croatians and fucking Polish guys and shit. Yeah, I partied with guys from Dubai. Yeah, and like yeah, everybody, was, everybody yeah. in London was generally cool. Mm-hmm. But like, as far as the city goes, I'm like, what else you got? Yeah, I mean, you're like, uh, that's er- everything. That's you just, yeah, everything you just listed there is in Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, like that's <laughs> just is, it, and it's great in Edmonton. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I can do the same shit here. Yeah, like I want to go somewhere different, different when I travel. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to another like Western city. Yeah, which is kind of like, I mean, I, I guess that's like, uh, like the reason that I'm not hesitant, but I haven't kind of gone back and really explored New York. Yeah, I drove through it once and I saw it. Like, I've seen it. It was, like, pre-cell phone days, so I wasn't taking photos and shit like that. Yeah. But, um, cool. Done. And what's next? I'm sure it's, a, I mean, not sure it's a beautiful town. It is a beautiful town. Yeah. It's got its own flavor and its own culture, and there's some, like, cool fucking shit there and cool people and whatnot. But I would definitely have to do, like, a hard target, like, one-week plan. Go check it out, and then just not go there anymore. Do you know anybody in, in New York? I don't think I do. I did once, and now I don't think I know anybody out there. Well, you could. What's it called? If you ever go there, you could stay with my cousin because he lives there. I will couch surf the shit out of that. He doesn't mind at all. That's that's awesome. Man. Yeah, he's my, yeah. yeah, he's my. He's like my little brother. Yeah, and if I tell me you're coming, he'll be like, yeah, you know what, man, just be at my place. That would be the kind of trip I would do. Yeah, but I wouldn't go there on like a, on a whim mm-hmm. where I'm like, hey, I got six days to kill. I'll mm-hmm. do five days in you in in New York. Mm-hmm. Nah, I would definitely want to go there and like hang out with people who are there who can who who give a shit about it. Yeah, who give a shit about telling me why it's so great. Mm-hmm. Like that's just it. Like I wanna, I don't just want to go there and see the city. Like I want to experience the way people can show me their city. Yeah. Like I mean. I want to, when people come here, I'm enthusiastic about telling them what our city's like. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they don't leave without seeing the fucking pyramids and, like, the downtown core and eating yeah. weird shit. And, like, you know, going to the River Valley. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely the River Valley. Yeah. Like, I mean, go see the boat and all the weird little things that we have. Yeah. You know? Go to White Avenue. Go, go to White Avenue. Go to 109th Street. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All the little gems. I, t- I try to take them to all the gems. Yeah. And when I go visit somebody somewhere, I want to see your gems. Mm-hmm. I don't just want to look at a bunch of buildings. Yeah. And, hey, look, that thing looks like a Fabergé egg. Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about the Fabergé egg? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me why it looks like a Fabergé? <laughs> tell me why. It tell looks me why. <laughs> like, don't just point out like, well, there's a there's a concert hall, mm-hmm. like big fucking deal. Like, what's the story behind that concert hall? Yeah. Who fell from a girder in the middle, and whose ghosts haunt that concert hall? Mm-hmm. I want all those cool I stories. I want those cool things. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, that's like a big part of when I travel to places. And if yep. you can't do that, I'm gonna walk away thinking that your city's a joke because, mm-hmm. like, I haven't learned anything. Yeah, I can go and I can Wikipedia it and I can get a travel guide and all that stuff. But man, like, nobody can tell you about their town. Yeah, it's like reviews of a product, right? You've got a nice phone, and ev- like all the reviews might say that your phone is like mediocre, or subpar. Mm-hmm. But you know all the shit that your phone can do mm-hmm. that nobody else fucking tells me about on a review. Yep. Then you show me. I'm like, well, it's actually not shit at all. Mm-hmm. That's the coolest goddamn thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The fucking thing jerks you off? Like a hand comes out from the bottom, just <laughs> yeah. like fucking jerks you off? You get out of town. All I have to do is ask. No, I gotta <laughs> just ask it. Okay, Google, jerk me off. It's like, but then you find out that things are well, a lot cooler than the review show, right? Yeah. That's what I want to do when I travel. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I, I get really bummed out when I don't get that from people. When you're not enthusiastic about your own city. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I kind of, yeah, I'm kind of sad that I won't be traveling this year. Mm-hmm. So. Not coming your way. You're really busy this year. I'm gonna be yeah. And plus, I'm gonna have my you know my new place in summer. So I honestly I don't know why my brain when you said plus I'm gonna have my I'm like baby, <laughs> I don't know my oh head that just man. came up. Yeah, I, I don't. Th- I had a, I had a conversation with that with my parents the other day too. Oh, oh, my, oh no, with my mom. Mm, that's rough, man. And I was like, yeah, I don't see it happening R- at all. That's right now though. I'm saying that yeah. right now. 
So yeah, it's uh, it's easy, it's an easy answer for me right now. It's weird like that, right? Yeah. Like but I mean. Yeah, but the, th- but the thing is too is that I love kids. Yeah. I, I think we've talked about this before. Oh, we have. Yeah, because like, fun uncles, yeah, man. I know. I just like yeah, I, I love being a great uncle. Mm-hmm. Uh, always was like, I loved being a good older brother. Yeah. Um, to my younger cousins and my all stuff, but like, uh, fatherhood. I think I I think I, I think I do I think I do pretty well. Yeah, I have no doubt. Yeah, because I, mean, I uh, yeah, I think being a parent is like if you're a good person, being a parent, I think all everything they it just comes to you. Mm-hmm. You learn by experience. You yeah. know, you, 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 as long as you don't drop it on its head and you fucking feed it. Kids are like and ridiculously and resilient. Yeah, and you have to you have to realize. I think people don't realize this. You own that thing. Yeah. So don't be afraid for the fucking hard lessons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're gonna eat what I fucking tell you to eat. <laughs> Dude, I mean, like, uh, if people. I not people. People do know. People know exactly how our generation was raised. Yeah, and um, there are ones out there who will, who will try to make it sound harder than it was. Like, oh, I had a harder life than and fucking yeah. My parents like used to whip me the belt and shit like that. And it's like you don't need to make it sound harder. Like, don't don't prop it up. It was yeah. already pretty fun and crazy. Yeah, like we had a, like I, I know you probably did. I did. We had like fun, crazy, fucked up childhoods. Yeah, like weird shit would just happen. Sometimes you do something, your mom smack you the spoon. Like these things just happened, but yeah. they kept you in line. They kept you in line, yeah. Because yeah, because yeah, the number one, th- I I didn't care. I I didn't want my parents to yell. But number one, I didn't want my parents to be disappointed in me. Like you know, the, you know, like mm-hmm. there's that thing where you can get yelled at. They're like, hey, what the hell are you doing? Like whatever, right? Yeah. But when they give you that look, like, and they don't say anything, I never they're just like, thought you would do that. yeah, they thought like, you know what? Is my son an idiot? <laughs> Genuine. Yeah, they look at they look at you. <laughs> they, they, that look of disappointment. You're like, okay, I really, really screwed yeah. up. Yeah. And it's not an eye roll. It's not the kind of thing. that's like, God, you're such an idiot. It's more no. like, oh my God. Are you that fucking stupid? Yeah, they're like. Then they're like. Did you? Then they're like. Did we do something wrong? Yeah. Yeah, but then you're like, oh no no no. I'm like no. I I just th- this was a momentary lapse of judgment. Yes. I, that was my fault. Yes. Yeah. I I completely fucking didn't mean to put it into drive. Yeah. Exactly. It was just a weird thing that happened. I I will patch that wall up. Yeah. And the weird thing is that weird that you mentioned that that was actually my first car accident when I was four. Oh no way! My mom left the car running while I was in the in the car. And I actually put the the car in reverse because you know back in the day those old Pontiacs those big V eight yeah, oh yeah. cars yeah I put and there was no like, you don't have to hit the brake to put the thing in <laughs> I hit the rev- I put it in reverse well that car like s- broke to shit too oh like no, all our cars are yeah, fucking no, broke yeah, to shit it, yeah. was, it, was a, it was a steel tank yeah and so I it hit the wall behind me mm-hmm. and it, it hit the wall behind me and I was like mom's like uh, it was just stuck in reverse so it just it didn't move yeah and so my mom's like she came in and she's like oh my god and then I <laughs> she, she saw me in the steering wheel I was holding the steering wheel like this I was like just like this mom's like. Holy crap! Oh this, my god! This kid's out of control. <laughs> this kid's out of control. Yeah, th- yeah. Then she's like, "I knew you're gonna be. I knew you're gonna love. In, you're gonna be in love with cars when you grew up." <laughs> Everybody kind of had like one of those stories. Everyone did. Yeah. About like, you know, I got it because I mean, like back back then, like uh, our parents couldn't afford brand new cars. They all had like you know a car that was a uh, like used by at least three or four people, and you could you could just grab the shifter. It was automatic. You just crank it in the direction you needed to go, and it would go. Yeah. Like yeah, these things are broken. All those cars are broke ass. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was a that was a likely occurrence. Yeah, my dad was uh um my dad was so proud of the fact that uh he never bought a used car. Oh, really? Yeah, he da- like that was um that that like that old Pontiac uh, Parisian, I think they're called. Parisian? Or? Parisian, yeah. yeah. Um that was my dad's like as soon as it broke down cuz we had it for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh we had it up until like, I was in high school. And my dad's like but but I looked at it and he's like that's the last American car I'm ever buying. Really, and he went straight to uh, to he the went, Japanese episode, went, right? Yeah, we went. He went to Toyota, and he never looked back. Oh wow! Yeah, that's funny, man. Because like he was a uh, was he he was an instructor. Yeah, yeah. He he had what was the one you were always talking about the Corolla. Yeah, he had. A, yeah. yeah, we've had Corollas like, fuck forever. Just it was like the family ride. Yeah, and then like my, my dad's like, I w- he always wanted like a big minivan. So he bought a, he bought a brand new Sienna. 
and then he bought like uh he bought a new Corolla. Then I he's like I'm like I'm gonna get, get a car. And he's like he's like that. He's like buddy, get a Corolla. Remember when minivans like futuristic as fuck. Like there was a time when like minivans were that was like the vehicle. It was like a space shuttle from Star Trek. Pretty much, yeah, because it, it's like you're you're going in style, and you can fit seven people in there, and it's got like everyone can sit in their own passenger like their their like captain's chairs. Captain's chairs. Yeah, it was weird, man. And then like then they became like the mom van. Yeah. They lost all their prestige, and now like SUVs are minivans. SUVs are like mom wagons now. Oh, pretty much. Same yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just uh, a yeah. whole bunch of soccer moms driving their kids around their hockey gear. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it is. I like being different. I I still drive. Like if I'm taking my, if we're taking a road trip or something like that, I'm mm-hmm. like guys, I'll drive. Just let's go. Let's pile in the minivan. Get in the minivan. Yeah. Man, road trips. Yeah, just uh, you can fit two mountain bikes in there, and uh, you'll you'll be good to go. <laughs> two mountain bikes, and you're in- all right. Yeah, inside, like like one in the back and one in between the one right behind the back, the front seats, mm-hmm. lengthwise, and then just throw between two the cabin chairs. Yeah, yeah, and then just uh, throw two on top, good to go. And there that was like, even when we were kids, that was like there was like an art to the road trip. Yeah, road trip, road trip. There is like there's there's rules, and uh, there's things you have to plan for. Oh yeah, there's de- there's definitely rules. Yeah, I've got a uh, I have a cousin who just chewed me out one time because I broke like in her eyes, and probably if she's listening, which she probably is, if in her eyes, I broke like a cardinal rule of the road trip, yeah. which is the uh, if I'm going. Then you know you you if I'm if I'm in front of you, then you know we're gonna keep a certain pace. Like I can't I can't fucking gun it and take off on you mm-hmm. because you that might not be your thing. Yeah. But um you know if you're following me, you're gonna keep it at a, at a reasonable pace. I uh, I was driving. We were going to Vancouver in a big family road trip. Oh, a brand new car. Those are awesome. Oh yeah, yeah huge one. Like, yeah. like a like a like a caravan. Caravan. Yep. And at one point in the road, we kind of broke off to where like I was with uh, with my uncle and I had a brand new uh, Pontiac Grand Am. Not brand new. It was new to me. But it was a nice shape. Like, it was like I, I was doing a really – I had a really good job back then. I was doing really well. I bought this car that was going to be like, that was my, my fucking baby. Mm-hmm. I was like, Michael Knight nothing. Yeah. Like, it's a kit. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Goddamn, inside is all red and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were, they were a, behind it's me. A, it's a Pontiac. It's, uh, the it's a Pontiac. The inside is always red. red. Yeah. It's all black and red, and it had, like, the uh, like the sports seats. So it had, like, a cool look to it back then. Like, that was like – no no cars had those in seats back then. Right? Mm-hmm. A cool look. I really – I was really proud of this thing. I had my uncle following me, who uh, notoriously drives a little bit slower than everybody else mm-hmm. he's very careful he's uh super capable like doesn't fuck up doesn't have accidents mm-hmm. but he's just one of those guys who like it's a speed limit and a bit lower like he's one of those, one of those dudes mm-hmm. like fuck like we're never gonna fucking get there they know where we're going i know where we're going we all know we're gonna meet up fuck it i'm flooring it so me and my cousin and uh my cousin's husband are in my car and we're gone mm-hmm. like i mean we're, we're like we're doing like 150 to go slow yeah, and we end up uh, meeting up later on, and she got out of their car like the three hours after we got there, like we're waiting fucking for them to show up. Yeah, and um, man, I for sure thought she was gonna shoot me. If she if she had a gun, she would have shot me. Really, it's one of those things. And she just like fucking lost it because I was breaking the cardinal rule of the road trip. You do not yeah. lose the guy following you. Yeah, I couldn't help it, man. I was young. I was young and stupid, and I had a really nice car. Yeah, and I was probably really like my balls were huge too. Oh. So uh, so I just gunned it. I, yeah. I just I just punched it. Yeah, the uh, yeah road trips are like a dick. Yeah, the Van- the Vancouver road trips are especially those caravan trips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did one with uh, uh Sandy's family. Yeah, yeah. And Sandy was in my car with my brother, uh, uh and um we were taught our discussion. This discussion lasted us a good six hours. The fucking road trip talk. The, the road trip talk. We were discussing who. Like which c- cartoon character mm-hmm. could take out Leonardo from Ninja Turtles in a fight? Raphael. And I, I was the only <laughs> one who said Raphael. Raphael. And, and not like I mean, like other cartoons, like you know, like, yeah. like evenly matched, like you know, good, good, like. Uh, Fucking! I can name a bunch right now: Batman, Batman, Captain America, yeah, Raphael, 
Yeah, like all I, these guys. Yeah, like I think Raphael could could take out Leonardo. He has taken Leonardo. Yeah, and he has because he has. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and uh, yeah, we were just going back and forth, and then uh, um, Sandy and my bro- uh, Sandy and Paul, my brother, were like just concerned that uh, they were convinced, sorry, that no one could take out Leonardo in a fight. Well, it's been done. It's so been done. they never read, like they never read that that comic though. Fucking well, go read it, man. Yeah, go read it. Does it happen in the comic? It happened in the cartoon. Yep. The the TMNT one there, the last one. Yep. Raphael can fucking pull that off. Yeah. Raphael, he's the best fighter out of all of them. I, th- I think he is anyway. Well, that's because he doesn't know when to stop. Yeah, because he's he's yeah. insane. He will he will keep going until he is dead. Yeah. Like you have to kill him to stop him. Yeah. Which is a difference. Yeah. Leonardo's all finesse. He yeah. might Leonardo might be the best like fighter. Yeah. But the best combatant is yeah. Raphael. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like he yeah. Just won't stop. Yeah. Exactly. Like he's like Leo- Leonardo's the best leader. Mm-hmm. But uh, he like, but if if all fails, yeah, and he's like, guys, we can't win. Like, like Raphael fucking beats that dude. Yeah, he will. He will not stop. Yeah, continuously. Well, funny you mention uh, that that particular conversation. The new TMNT has been released. The images, at least, of the cartoon. The new cartoon, yeah. Really? Yeah, the new TMNT with Black April O'Neil. Okay. <laughs> I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that. At all. I have no problem. With and this is the one thing where I was like, I'm I'm waiting for like everybody's gonna lose their shit because the whole like oh you can't have a black April and you why not she's just black that's it oh she her story hasn't changed yeah exactly we had that fucking retard in the yellow jumpsuit oh in the cartoon yeah in the cartoon yeah the like, cartoon yeah like why not change it up well it's weird too because there is a there is actually like a a little bit of a controversy as far as Team NT goes I believe if I'm not completely off that in the earlier comics um, her race isn't entirely pinpointed. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was Eastman or Larry, but one of them is married to a black woman. And she's modeled. I, th- I think it's Kevin Eastman is married to a black woman. And um, the general design of April mm. is based off of her. But not like, but the, the comics are drawn in, but that's the black and white comics. that uh, you, so you The original TMNT. So the very first Ninja Turtles. So, so you, could you tell from those, like, wh- whether she, because I can't remember, is, is she, was she white or black? Well, they were black and white. And yeah. her, her skin tone, obviously in the black and white, was very white. Very white, yeah. Uh, when it was colored, like they've got like the books, the b- like the one behind us over here. Yeah. In those particular books, she's very like dark skinned. Yeah. But still like portrayed as white. For the mo- well, excuse me. For the most part, she looks very white. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, her general general look, the way she was, l- the way she was modeled, her curly hair, <laughs> um, the whole style that she had was all based off of, yeah. I think, Kevin Eastman's wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. You found yeah. that a little funny, did you? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I, yeah, I'm also thinking about like the when we were talking, you know, was it yesterday? We were doing those back and forth with those Facebook, those those '80s cartoon. Uh, hey, yeah, we kind of had a GIF war. Yeah, the GIF war. Yeah, yeah. That um, when I saw Rambo, the 1980s cartoon, yeah. I I lost it. I was I started laughing out loud. Even people in the office were like, "What the hell are you laughing at?" I'm like, I'm like, oh. I, to explain that to you would make no, would make no sense. Dude, it's fucked up. I mean, our generation '80s kids, uh, if you grew up watching cartoons in the '80s. Rambo and RoboCop had cartoon versions. He had cartoon versions. That were equally as violent yep. without the blood. Yeah. That was it. I, I don't think Rambo ever shot anybody in the cartoon. I think there's a whole lot of A-team style shooting the feet. No, it's, you know, it was more like a team and w- team play with kids and stuff like that. And Yeah. yeah. Mr. T had a cartoon. Yeah, Mr. Same T had a cartoon. Oh, you know what, you know what I, I forgot to put in there? It was Dino Riders. Oh, uh, yeah, Dino Riders. Yeah. Fuck. Dino Riders, Visionaries, yeah. Centurions. Yeah, yeah Venturi- uh, Visionaries we got. Yeah, Silverhawks. Silverhawks we got. Uh, obviously Rambo and Robocop. Rambo we got. We uh, missed A-Team. Or Mr. T, sorry. Yeah. I put in, yeah, because I, I put in a- the A-Team, like, 
just bo- above that, but it wasn't the cartoon one. Yeah, it was an actual yeah, live action. Yeah, cartoon. and then uh, Inhumanoids I put up there. Um, oh yeah, Inhumanoids is on there as well. Yeah, and you never watched Inhumanoids, right? I never really did. Yeah. I mean, I mean, th- at that time, I, I kind of remember too. Like at the time that was going on, we had a lot going on in our family life. We didn't have a, like we didn't have a TV, yeah. uh, cable TV, and shit like that. So yeah. I wasn't getting those cartoons. Mm-hmm. Those were like cable TV cartoons. Yeah. So uh, yeah, w- I didn't get get a chance to watch that one too much. Yeah, that one is um. Uh, uh, he, that's that's a very disturbing cartoon. Yeah, it looked pretty rough because I hadn't fun, seen that it's character. It's disgusting before. and like weird and like. Yeah, I remember it's a lot of mutation stuff. Yeah, like everything is very like mutant characters. It looks and a lot like, of yeah, fucking it, yeah, it looks ooze it, and drool. It's, it's almost like an anime, like a gr- grotesque anime. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. And uh, yeah, but there were so many good ones. Like uh, like I can't even like. Yeah, like there was obviously ones that we we didn't put down there that were too obvious, like Care Bears and like. Oh yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of, like Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget. Fucking uh, Teddy Ruxpin Teddy was one of yours. Yeah, Teddy Ruxpin was mine. And like Teddy Ruxpin's a weird one with me because I never liked the character of Teddy Ruxpin. No, no, uh, yeah, you're right. I I I think I put that down. It's like I agreed with you. I I didn't yeah. like Teddy Ruxpin. I liked Grubby. I liked uh, that fucking guy. Einstein. The professor. What, professor. Einstein. Whatever his name was. Yeah, whatever the fuck his yeah. name was. Uh, and I like the like uh, I like Mavo. <laughs> the Monst- Monsters and Villains Organization. Yes, and uh, <laughs> Queller. Yeah, Tweed. <laughs> Tweed. Uh, he had a name too, wasn't it? Like some like Larry J. Tweed or some shit like that. Yeah, I think yeah, like, he had a professional name. Yeah. And then uh, oh, was that a phone? Yeah, no, you keep going. I'm gonna shut the thing off. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there was a uh, um, yeah, 80s cartoons were just it was a sad moment when they all died. What 80s cartoons died? Yeah, there was um, because I think I posted on my Facebook page like a while ago, like <laughs> how why 80s cartoons died. Well, you have a theory, or this is like no, an actual th- th- post? Th- if you actually like Google it, there's actually um, there's a reason why it they um, they got rid of '80s cartoons. Really? Yeah. Like the, that style? Because I mean, there was a distinct style of cartoons, like GI Joe and Transformers and Rambo. They had a uh, like a very um, like almost like a weird anime look to them. And at the same time, they had like a certain style. Like they had uh, all the characters like very like you could injure you could put Rambo into the GI Joe cartoon. Yeah. You could take the human characters from tra- from Transformers and put them into GI Joe and vice versa. Yeah, and then like the Silverhawks characters, they all had certain things, and then they had a formula too, right? Like you had a uh, an intro where something would happen, then the villain would do something very like um, I guess like frowned upon in in like civilized social circles, and then you would have this this event where they fight and they resolve the issue, and mm-hmm. there's like a moral. Yeah, and GI Joe followed that the best. Oh yeah, GI Joe followed that the best. Or and also He Man as well. Yeah, He Man is really good yeah, at it too. He- yeah, He Man actually had the thing at the end where like. Uh, um, Orko, here's why you don't fuck people in the ass. Exactly. Be because like, it's uh, rude. Yeah. Unless you're gay, in which it's cool. Yeah. It's all right to do if that's your social standing, if you're if you're, you know, predisposed to doing that kind of thing. Don't judge. Yeah. But you know, don't just grab somebody that's called rape, Orko. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a very there was a moral to it. There's a moral at the at the end, yeah. They spared like two minutes to t- for Prince Adam just to, to explain, like, yeah. Um Orko wanted to um seek all his, uh he wanted to uh you know gain all these powers, but his curiosity uh, made him a liar. Yeah. Kids, don't lie. Don't lie. You know, it's always like a theme song running behind it, too. And he'd just kind of give you a rundown of why things are bad. And there's a close up of his face, and he's like, cheaters never win. And then it fades out. Cheaters never prosper. Yeah, and then, yeah, cheaters never prosper. And then all of a sudden, then it cuts to the credits, and it's like... I will always say that one of my favorite episodes of any cartoon ever on TV is when he has the the meeting with Grand Mirror. The, the yeah, oh, that's a good one. Because yeah. Grandmere's like, go cut down the talking tree. It's a million years old, and then I'll do whatever you want. Mm. And like He-Man goes up and talks to the tree, and he's like, I can't fucking cut it down. It's sentient. It's sentient. It knows it's alive, but it's willing to give up its life because I'm going to get whatever I need from the tree for Grandmere to save my friend's life. Yeah. And then he decides not to cut the tree down, and mm. Grandmere's like, you fucking ape. That you did right. You yeah. did exactly what I thought you would. Ah, I'll save your friend's life. Like It's such a like like a moral... 
like a like puzzle that he yeah. had to solve, right? Oh yeah. And as a little kid, that sticks in your head. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, so I can't just murder Tim because you know I got to give Jim Tim's bones so Jim will help me save Tina's life. Yeah. Because that's evil. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's how you pick. That's how he'll know you're evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of like what's a good um, just memories of like cartoons that stand out mm-hmm. besides like Transformers the movie and stuff like that. We're not gonna crime that and stuff like that, mm. but. G.I. Joe also, not to go over your topic. No, here. go ahead, yeah. G.I. Joe when he's telling people how to swim, how to tread water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember the treading water thing. I tried that and I sunk. I'm like, you fucking liars. <laughs> G.I. Joe lies. Yeah. He-Man tells the truth, but G.I. Joe is a liar. Yeah. Well, Duke. Yeah. Duke is Duke a liar. Duke is a liar, yeah. Or was it Hawk? I don't know. Well, the one with the tan. The tan, the green pants, and blonde hair. That's Hawk, right? That's Hawk, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hawk is a liar. Yeah. I could, uh, yeah, I, what's it called? I still have to find my, uh, I think my brother has them. All of my G.I. Joe toys from the 80s. Man, I have tons of them. I've, I, used to, I still have. I have Ghostbusters toys. I have, the, I have Ecto One. Oh, Ecto get out! Two. The cartoon, the real Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and um, uh, I think one of my one of the one of the ones that actually uh stuck sticks out in my head was um, uh, Transformers um season three mm-hmm. of uh Generation One was when uh, um, uh when Galvatron has to go to that planet because he's because he's crazy. Mm-hmm. He, goes, he goes to that psychiatry planet. Oh, well, to fix his brain. Yeah, to fix his yeah, brain. I vaguely remember that. I remember him being nuts and going there. It's called Web World? Space. Wet World? Web World. Web World. Yeah. God, why could not be that Wet World? This is, oh, my God. That, see, that, that, cartoon, that episode was so crazy. Damn. Because they found out that um, – because they, uh, they all turn on, 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 on Galvatron. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, – and so Cyclonus tricks them, saying that the Autobots are going to be on this planet. And the psychiatrist comes out, and he's like, yeah, your friend here is absolutely <laughs> insane. So <laughs> it's a mutiny. Yeah, it's a mutiny. And then all of a sudden, they find out that they can't. They try every method to like help cure him. Mm-hmm. They try like regular, like you know, things that psychiatrists would do, like you know, maybe like try, try building something. Shock therapy and building things. Yeah, yeah. So he built a gun. He started like <laughs> he's like, let me out of here. <laughs> he starts shooting everybody. Here are some parts. Build something productive. Yeah. Build a firearm, and I'll fucking shoot you all. And the funniest thing is like when he's building it, he's like, <laughs> he's making the sound. I'm not making this up. I can show you the video afterwards. But he's, he's, like, he's like, he's like, oh, God. <laughs> and he's like, let me out of here. And he starts shooting the the, the 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 pistol. That's messed up. And then they they, they kind of then they stabilize him. And they're like, you know what, your friend is. They drug him. Yeah, they they, they kind of like shoot a laser at him and it, it, it incapacitates him. <laughs> so they tranked him. Yeah, and then like they then t- they tell Cyclonus to like, you know what, your friend here is beyond our help. So we have oh, to tell something radical. They plug him into the planet's because the planet's alive. Mm-hmm. So they plug him into the planet's core and they're gonna erase his brain. Oh, that's rough. Poor Galvatron. Yeah, so they plug it into his brain, and spoiler alert. The planet goes into his brain, the, and the planet gets infected by Galvatron's madness. Of course it does. Because <laughs> Galvatron is beyond help. Oh, of course he is. Yeah, He's all fucked up. Yeah, and then Galvatron goes by, and he just, he just destroys the entire planet. Okay, so what was, because we're, we're kind of like going off here, what was the uh, the general idea of why 80s cartoons died? Like what, was the, what was the theory you behind You know what? Um, I think it was, it was more to do with uh, um, uh, the government stepping in <coughs> mm-hmm. uh, and taking the right... It was having to do with uh, th- it was it was the gov- it was the it was the United States government, mm-hmm. and they had to, um, I think they had to make way for more um, ways to like make more money during that time that time slot. Really? So I mean, like that because I mean I there was yeah, a Saturday yeah. afternoon, not Saturday afternoon, like a weekly afternoon cartoon block. Yeah, you can Google it to see what it is. It's yeah, something let's take a look. Like, yeah, it's something like that. I tried to Google it, but I have the I have the posting on my uh, on my Facebook. Why eighties cartoons died? Bear with us for a moment. Yeah, for sure. They they will totally bear with us. Cause I'm just gonna edit this part out. What killed the golden age of cartoons? Yeah. So uh, postal apocalypse. 
Oh, shit. So you guys realize it's the government's shutdown that leads directly to the mysterious apocalypse that destroys the U.S. and what? No, that's got nothing to do with it. Just saying. All right, tune it up. I don't know. Let's see the Golden Age television. They got me thinking. Last time I enjoyed it was the 80s. I also like He-Man reboot. So there are many reasons. Uh, one, all the problems regular TV had back in the 80s are fewer channels and alternative entertainment options for kids. Yeah. So cartoons had a bigger audience. So I guess like more channels. Uh, they were no longer multimedia juggernauts. So there's lots of reasons. It seems like the biggest ones here, though, are that there was more to watch in yeah, the 80s. That's true. Because really, when or in the 90s, because really, you see, that's when you see things like People's Court had a resurgence, and fucking like Judge Judy shows up, like more reality-based, like yeah, reality-based television. That's right? true. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, I thought I had it. I had it just right here. Huh. But, um, they weren't a multimedia juggernaut anymore. Mm-hmm. Kids became savviers. Toy companies refused to grow up. Companies didn't try to recreate the cartoon success of the 80s. Yes, that's true. Hmm. Yeah. So I could I could see that I could oh. see the biggest things. Yeah, here you go. I found the article. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's like recognizing. So I'm just, I'll just read this out. These kids today they don't know what they're missing. Back in the day, Saturday morning was the best time of the week. You get up, uh, pour yourself a huge bowl of sugar disguised as cereal, turn the TV yeah. on, and let the uh, let it assault you with a barrage of cartoons until noon or whenever American Bandstand came on. So what happened? So not just cartoons though, commercials. Yeah. So ba- ba- yeah. So basically, the government did it. So in 1990, Congress passed the Children's Television Act. Among its guidelines that broadcasters had to follow, on minimum of three weekly hours of programming that had educational or informational merit. When asked nicely to do that, broadcasters, not surprisingly, didn't change much of their children's programming at all. Wait, say this slowly? They didn't change much of their children's television programming at all. At all. Yeah, so in 1996, the FCC decided more aggressively to enforce uh, the CTA. Um, That's that Children's Television Act? Yeah. Yeah. As a result, networks had to quickly throw some learning material on the air. Oh man, so it had to be more like which, yeah, edutainment. Which they, yeah, so which rely so which they relied on syndicated television packages to produce. As for when to actually put it on the air, more than a third of the local stations initially selected Saturday mornings. Which is true, right? Because like, when did Barney show up, and when did those fucking Wiggles and all that show yeah. up? Yeah, it's like the mid to late nineties. Yeah, as they were weren't elac- actually required to air network shows during that time. Also, that's when kids were most likely to be watching meaning, like meaningful also, television. Time. That's when kids were most likely to be watching. Meaning they were halfway there to school anyway. Oh Thus wow. began the slow and steady but the replacement of silly and ill violent cartoons with travelogues hosted by overly ad- energetic young hosts and never ending parade of shows of about animals and how interesting they are suppo- they supposedly are. Oh, dude! I mean, like I remember when I kind of went back because for a long time there, you know, you're obviously like cartoon kids and whatnot. We yep. grew up not watching that stuff, but for a long time you grow up, you start working, so you don't uh, you don't really watch that so much anymore. So you kind of like you know you you grow out of it. Yeah. And then when my grandmother got dementia. She was living with us. She really became that little kid kind of character. Like she was, she was very childlike. Mm-hmm. She would watch TV shows Saturday mornings, and they put cartoons on, and she just watched them because she enjoyed them. Yeah. And it wasn't like she was like some sort of a, a fucking idiot. Like she wasn't just sitting there like you know staring at the TV clapping along. But there was like something for her to watch that wasn't uh, hard to follow. It wasn't violent. It wasn't gross. It wasn't like you know Judge Judy where she wouldn't know what the fuck is going on anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's just like something entertaining for her to just sit and like just like just chat along with, right? Yeah. And at that time, it was like Kratz Creatures. It was Barney. It was in, like in, in informational, mm-hmm. like uh, like the Steve Irwin type show, like the stuff like that, right? Shows mm-hmm. where you would see animals and be told about how they interact with nature and all that. And that was fun for her to watch. For yeah. her, that was like just something she could easily digest that wasn't going to like uh, like get her all riled up. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're not watching soap operas and shit anymore. Yeah. 
So for her, that was really that was like a like a cool thing mm-hmm. to, to have on. Yeah. But yep, that was it. That was the, the timeline when those were on. The time frame those were on would be the time we'd be watching cartoons, Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. So those are those are like clearly gone by then, right? That oh is yeah. like late nineties, early two thousand. Yeah. The um, let me ask you this: uh, if you if you could name your top five eighties cartoons, what would they be? Oh man, there are, is that is that easy though? Is no, that the it's easiest not. one? You know what? Why don't you just pick five? Your why don't you just pick five on the top of your head? Then? Five on top of my head. Okay, so let's go: Thundercats, Mask. Okay, why don't you just top seven? Because there has to be there has to be seven. There's got to be seven, right? Yeah. Okay, so Thundercats, Mask, Transformers, GI Joe. Uh, oh goddamn! Let's well, we got He Man. Um, we'll, we did Visionaries, mm-hmm. Silverhawks, Centurions. That's eight now, right? Yeah, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. so they, they just keep going. They just keep going. They're all good. I ca- yeah. My Inspector movie. Gadget, yeah, Astro Boy. Astro Boy, yeah. Astro Boy actually might be my favorite of all time. Mm-hmm. Even with the weird dub. The dub being weird. And I've always kind of stood by it where I'm like, like you Japanese mean, you mean, English you mean dubs. You the, the 80s dub? Yeah, the dub. It that was very good. The 80s it was actually dub, really well yeah, written. Yeah, the 80s dub was my favorite. Yeah, it was really well yeah. written. But mm-hmm. it was like, it definitely wasn't tr- like Astro Boy. Like as I got older and became a real Astro Boy fan, mm-hmm. like the names were completely different, right? Yeah, because the Astro Boy—I think we talked about this—the Astro Boy back then, mm-hmm. well, back in the '80s that we were growing up on. Yeah, that was the uh, that wasn't the real because um, uh, the, ep- the episodes that we oh watched, no, no, there th- were Astro Boy's been around for like 50 years. Yeah, but the ones that we saw, mm-hmm. if you look at the same episodes now on YouTube, yeah, they're different because like there's yep. more. They're they're those were like the new ones that the. New ones they show on YouTube now are director's cuts. There's more. There's more scenes in them in those episodes. There's way more. Yeah. Yeah. We we were watching a really like trimmed down version of Astro Boy. Yeah. Like which was still such a great cartoon. Yeah. Because the voices were better. But yep. they because like, the new vo- the voices when they re released it on DVD mm-hmm. that child's voice that plays Astro he, he sounds like a three year old. Yeah. I hate that. It's a very whiny. Yeah, high pitched tone. Yeah. Right? The names are different for people. Well, I mean that's just it, right? Like I'm I'm just gonna go through here some of the characters. Like when we grew up, like number one it was Adam. Like Mighty Adam was his original name. Yeah. Right? So we got Astro Boy, which yeah. kind of like is the new Astro, yeah. Astro, which kind of like eventually became like the de facto name for him. Like mm-hmm. everybody now knows him as Astro Boy. Yeah. But um, like you had, we got Doctor Balthus, was yeah. was his was his father's name. Yeah. When really his real name was Tenma, like that was the original but character's name. Yeah. In, in the in the in the in the comic books, but in the uh, in the English dub, in the English yeah, we dub. got Balthus. But really, in the Japanese dub and the Japanese subtitles, even then, it was always Tenma. Yeah, because what was that girl that hit that main villain who was green? What was his name? Oh, you mean um, oh God, what the the his his brother, his half brother? No, no, that's a uh, that's Atlas, right? That's Atlas, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't remember the guy with the big nose and his he had that his his his, his partner in crime was that short little fat guy. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I can't remember what his name was. You know what but there's different names there too. Yeah, because his new name I'm not sure what his new name is, but back then in the '80s, his uh, name was Slippery. Slippery. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Man, why is that not sticking in my head? Yeah, and it, but remember that remember that that episode with the most powerful robot in the world? Where he fights all those robots. Yeah, he goes to like the what the tournament. Yeah, what's the what's the name of that robot? I have no idea. In the the new one, I don't know. You know what his name in the eighties was? It was Common Turk. Oh yeah, Common Turk was the big one. Yeah, yeah, that's right, with the, the thing horns. on his head. Yeah. yeah, the horn on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they call him now. Mm-hmm. Um, God, he was a cool design, man. Yeah, that's crazy. That was a really cool design. Yeah, and my brother just sent me a p- actually, my brother just sent me a picture uh, of uh, he came. He came by to visit, and before he left, God, this so that that's fucking cool, Commenter. I forgot about him. Yeah, he sent me this picture. I sent you a last photo night. Of oh, get out! Yeah, that's really cool, man. Was he watching it last night? My brother is a my brother's the biggest Astro Boy fan I know. Really? He watches Astro Boy all so the cool. time. Yeah. No way. Yeah. He uh he took a pause. He took he was watching this video. You that's can see it right there. Chill, man. And he yeah. stopped it. He paused it, and then he took a a screenshot. That is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. My brother loves this episode. 
Yeah, it was that was a cool episode. That show was cool. That had a really neat feel to it. And yeah. again, it had it had the the formula too, right? Yeah. Like, what did he do? Why did he do it? And why was the bad guy bad? And why was the good guy good? Yeah. No, and then why was the bad guy maybe misunderstood? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And Atlas was like uh, he was like the Magneto of like uh, of. Oh, he was like robots. A, he was like I think maybe one of the first anti-heroes. Yeah. That I can remember as a kid. Yeah, because he hated like human humans because they treated robots like garbage. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, and at the end he sacrifices his life to save uh save, save Boy? To, to save the human race. It was the human race? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because remember like the, those there was those huge spider-like um robots that came to to attack Earth. Oh fuck yeah! In the fa- in the final episode. And then uh, um um. Astro went to go see Atlas, and he's mm-hmm. like, "You have the power to like help us." He goes, "Come help us." Yeah, and he's like, "No, you're, you're, you're the humans. Uh, they hate me. They're awful." And he's like, "He goes, he goes, no." But he was like, "No, you don't understand." He's like, "They know you're my brother." Mm-hmm. He's like, "They would, they would, they would fight side by side with you." And then he, but Astro's like, walks away, and he's like, "Fine, forget it. I'll fight by myself." What and cool ra- mythology, man! I know. And then ra- Astro's fighting all of them, and he's about to get shot, and then a- the Atlas comes by, and he just starts destroying all of them. He had a horse, right? He had a horse, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had a cool-ass horse. I remember he had the Crystal Palace. Oh, fuck, that's right. Or whatever that thing was, that crystal tube, whatever that thing, that, whatever that it's thing a big, was. It was like a shard. Yeah. He lived in a shard. A shard, yeah. yeah. And then he, uh, yeah, then he, he found the mothership of that thing, and he sent the, his, his Crystal Palace, whatever the fuck that thing is, and he, uh, and he, sa- and he went light speed right into it and killed it, and then you could see, like, his eyes, like, uh, and then, you know, him and Astro, every time they're they together, communicate, yeah. they keep with their eyes blinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Astro's, like, eyes are blinking, and then he looks in the space, and you see red eyes blinking, and mm-hmm. then they just disappear. They go away. Yeah, was, that, that scene is crazy. Man, that, like, I'm telling you, like, that was probably one of the coolest looking cartoons. Absolutely. No, I agree. That's a yeah. very good pick. Coolest yeah. looking cartoons, and maybe, like, one the one that sticks in the head the most. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah, definitely probably Astro Boy. Yeah. Like, yeah, I should definitely go back and revisit all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's so neat. Yeah, I, I can't think of, uh, what would be my favorite? The best cartoon from the eighties. I would. Like, it's hard to say best because, like, you know, every, it's it's like what do you? Well, I think it's subjective. It's a you call, right? I mean, it's not like what everybody else would think. I personally think that you know, like, my number one com- comedy of all time is The Burbs. Yeah. And people tell me I'm ridiculously stupid because Ghostbusters should be number one. Well, I think so. It's subjective. Yeah. If I had to go with my, my favorite cartoon, uh, of the eighties that I watched when it, when I was like when I was young in the eighties, the one that I watched the most. I couldn't wait for it to be on. Uh, I say it's a toss-up between Transformers mm-hmm. and the '60s Spider-Man cartoon. Oh man, yeah, the '60s Spider-Man cartoon is really good too. Yeah, or Spider and Spider-Man. No, I shouldn't say yeah. That and I Amazing Friends. Spider-Man is Amazing Friends. Yeah, man, like because it had Doctor Doom had yeah, everybody in it. Had yeah. weird shit going on there. Yeah, I think that's why I listen to MF Doom a lot because I because <laughs> I, lo- I I'm a huge fan of MF Doom. Yeah. And because he uses he uses the, all the samples are from Spider Man is an Amazing Friends. Yeah, that was a really good cartoon, man. Yeah, I remember uh, for me like that was one of those intros where I would see it and I'd be like I'd gotta lose my shit. As yeah. a little kid, I'd lose my fucking mind. The way they would all change in their shit. Yeah, exactly. The whole their whole like room or their flat wherever they live turns into like a mobile. Turns into an army command center. Command center. That and the I remember the the intro to the theme song of Super Friends. When you hear the drums, oh, like the big super deep fr- drums, yeah, super bum, friends was bum, awesome. Bum, 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 bum. You get like slowly like jacked up, you're psyched up, and yeah. you hear that weird what was his name, the that one comedian to the voice, mm, Superman, mm, Batman, and Robin. You're oh like, yeah, who was that? That was uh, guy. His name is is just sticking on the top of my head here. 
but he's the actor who remember the old TV show Too Close for Comfort? Yeah. Yeah, the the old guy in that, the who was the, who was our illustrator. Oh yeah, yeah, that is right. Yeah, Puppeteer. I can't, yeah, I can't. I can't remember. Yeah, his I can't name. fucking remember his name right now. But he was, uh, I think he was the first one or the second one. Mm-hmm. But he was the voice that everybody remembers. Like that that tone that he put in there yeah. is that that Superman. That's him. Oh okay. Yeah. Did you ever watch the the fucking bad guy from Caddyshack? Fucking what's his name? Yeah. Uh. The uh, the judge there. The, the judge g- there. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I can't I can't remember his name. But Stop. that that's him. Did you ever watch the uh, Littles? The li- I remember the Littles. I didn't watch it, but I do know what you're talking about. I'm trying to think of they like, like lived in walls and shit. Yeah, lived in walls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're microscopic. What about, um, actually, this is more 90s. Like, Gargles was 90s. Yeah, Gargles is very 90s, and it was very mythological. Yeah. Like, it, well, not mythological. It had deep mythology. Yeah. 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 Did you ever watch And also mythological, because they were fucking from the thousand years ago. They yeah. <laughs> like, they're, they had Macbeth and shit. Did you watch the Star Trek, car- Star Trek cartoon? The Star Trek cartoon, yeah, the, one the the Captain Kirk one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I actually revisited that on the old uh, Netflix. Yes, it was on Netflix. It I don't know if it still Netflix, is, yeah. but it was there for a little bit. Yeah, that one. And uh, do you remember the Mask of Zorro, the cartoon? I don't. I don't remember that at all. Google YouTube that. I'll have to give that a go. It, it's really rustic looking, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it's it's word really of the day. Cool. Yeah, we should we should slip that in there every now and then. <laughs> see if you can put rustic into into conversation five more times. Yeah. What I will do, I will. Okay, we're at, we're at 52 minutes. Mm-hmm. I will cut that part out. Okay. I'll see if we can put it in four more times okay. and people guess what the word of the day was. Okay, fine. Go ahead. All right. Okay. <laughs> no, the Zorro cartoon. Zorro cartoon is very good. Yeah. God damn. Now I have to give it a look. Yeah. I uh, I don't remember the Zorro cartoon. Yeah. I remember things like Brave Star. That was, that was Brave Star was good, yeah. Brave Star was really cool. Oh, um, Native American in space. Yeah, Native American in space. Uh, yeah, cool yeah, ass horse. Yeah, you yeah you put that uh, that image up, right? I did. Uh, what about um, Saber Rider and Star Chef? Armor Saber Riders. Yeah, that was Saber one of my Riders favorites. Yeah, cool. that's that actually had the best. That was actually my favorite storyline. For real. For from oh, co- wow. for cartoons, that was actually my favorite. Story I don't line. think I ever really um watched that. I know what you're talking about, but I never really watched it. I have them all. If you want them, I have them all on DVD. I will have to borrow that from you. Yeah. Let's get a look. Yeah. We uh we've kind of gone off on tangents about 80s TV shows here and didn't even hit our list. There's a bunch of cool stuff. Um, not that to not to cut this off sooner than it should be because we probably still have about like a half an hour to go here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the new TV TV hit. Um, apparently, not everybody's in love with Broad Lesnar. That's what I'm calling Ronda Rousey now. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, she's getting a lot of pushback about the way they brought her into the Royal Rumble, no. and the uh, the way she kind of she has a hard time acting. She's not a very good actor. She didn't really sell it well. Like yeah, she kind of yeah, she is kind of like. Uh, I think we we talked about it last time. She did yeah. the, the whole point to the WrestleMania sign. Because McMahon loves that shit. Like, he loves it when they okay. come out and point to the sign. Okay, here's the thing. Ronda Rousey tries something, does something. You know, it's like this. It's like, whoop, and then she, like, she goes up, and then, like, she when she hits... Slide when, Yeah, when she goes... When, when something bad happens, <laughs> boo, and she goes... It's like vertical drop. Comes back, whoop, and then yeah. it's like it's like it slowly... She goes, rises, stop, then she rises a little bit lower, drops. And so she, like, her career has been, like... A, a, it's been, like... It's like a roller coaster? Yeah, like really hot. But it, 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 the roller coaster got worse and worse and worse. It got less exciting. Yes. So the first drop is unreal, and after that, you're like, oh, you're just on cruise control. Yeah, I mean, like, man. Is that I just me? She, I, no, I, I think you're right. I think a lot of people take it that way. Um, which, th- I mean, that's not to say, I think a lot of, like, the haters. Like, yeah, but that's nothing to take away from what she's done. No, she's done some cool shit, yeah. man. Like, there is a hater factor. They'll be like, well, she's a woman, therefore she's shitty at, like, you know, marketing herself. And all. That's not it at all. Nah, I mean, yeah, there are, there are women fighters out there. Like Gina Carano. Was incredible as far as acting goes. Yep. She marketed herself fairly well. Yep. Um, MMA fans liked her in the ring and out of the ring, right? Yep. 
Uh, Cyborg does the same thing. Aside from like all that shit with Joe Rogan was talking about her with the whole like you know Cyborg and her dick kind of a deal. Yeah, it's kind of just like like unnecessarily rude. Yeah. Like who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Like Cyborg, fairly well likable in and out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, there's there's a certain way they carry themselves mm-hmm. to where they are. They've plateaued out. They're staying there. Mm-hmm. But Ronda Rousey, just like I don't know, maybe it's that Diaz influence, man. Like nobody really nobody really likes the Diaz brothers. Like fuck those guys. Yeah. Like the way they act is really like just you know very I don't know. Like you're you're fight snobs and you. You talk shit about everybody all the time. Mm-hmm. You wonder why nobody likes you. Like, ah, go fuck yourself, right? Oh, yeah. And she kind of does that. Mm-hmm. And then she's coming back to try to play this whole nice guy character. Like, oh, I'm just happy-go-lucky, giggling around to Rousey. I'm just happy to be here. Um, I'm just having a good time. No, she's going to throw a weight around. Yeah, that's and it looks later. like... Um, and I think that's going to be part of her character, too. Oh, yeah. Which is going to make her a villain right away, and nobody's going to have any sympathy for her, and, yeah. and all they'll do is boo, right? Yeah. But the thing is, like, do you think that she has to... But she has to follow the storyline. She does, but I think like don't don't force it. Don't if you're gonna it, yeah. if you're gonna come in there and be like happy to be there and like laugh at the whole thing because like you're really actually starstruck. Because mm-hmm. I mean, maybe she is. Maybe all that shit we talk about her about the way she acts and the way she treats people and all that kind of stuff. Maybe it's all crap. And she goes to WWE and we see her smiling and just happy to be there, wearing yeah. Roddy Piper's jacket, wearing yeah. his gear now. Mm-hmm. And you are generally happy to be there. Just be that. Yeah, d- like yeah. play that. Yeah, because she said that she's like she's she was gonna do other things, mm-hmm. but and she's like I could have made way more money, but she's like this is where I belong. Yeah, she really wants to be there. Yeah, she wants it's to a, be there. It's so. a multi-year contract. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, maybe just go there and just be fucking cool. And mm-hmm. when the fans are behind you and they're really happy to have you there, mm-hmm. and they're all cheering for you genuinely because like they like you around. Yeah. Then you turn heel. Yeah. Then you fucking smash somebody in the back with a chair, old Seth Rollins style. Yeah. You know your your brothers are there. Your brothers in the shield. Mm-hmm. They're out there. You're in the ring. Fucking yelling at the uh, the bad guys, Triple H and fucking Batista and shit. You're yelling at them. Yeah. And then you just smack one of your friends in the back with a chair. Yeah, exactly. And you stomp them in the middle of the ring. Yeah, I think. And then they hate you for real. Yeah, I don't think. Do you think the Attitude Era could have served? Could have been going on today? <laughs> I think if the Attitude Era hadn't stopped, it'd have just kept on going. Yeah, just yeah. uh, yeah. Do you? Th- uh, that's why I think. Uh, um, there was a very like you know like how the the cartoons died like we're talking about that. Mm-hmm. There's a very conscious effort. From Vince McMahon and WWE to break away from the Attitude Era. Yeah. Because they wanted that money. Mm-hmm. They wanted little kids dollar dollar bills, yo. Yeah, exactly. You know, th- and oh. John Cena. Th- he's he's around. John Cena is the king of Make-A-Wish mm-hmm. because that guy sells so much fucking merchandise. Yeah. And as much as everybody boos him, and like unnecessarily, because like they, they boo him for the same reasons they cheer other people. Yeah. Like, well, the company made you and they're forcing you down our throat. Like you and Roman Reigns, right? Mm-hmm. Well, there are other wrestlers there that you're cheering for that, that got the same treatment. Yeah. seen on Roman Reigns. Yeah, there's um yeah, I would like to see John Cena play uh Duke Nukem in a in a in a movie. I believe he is playing Duke Nukem. I think he should, movie. yeah. No, no, I think that's yeah, actually think that's about yeah. to happen, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. going to play Duke Nukem and um I always man, I, being an 80s guy, I, when I first saw John Cena, I thought he was Joe Piscopo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Joe Piscopo got fucking jacked. Yeah. He should play Joe Piscopo in the SNL story. Oh yeah. There was a actually I was thinking about uh, three uh, three more um cartoons. Uh, oh, hey, we're going back to the cartoons. Just, just, just two quick ones. Uh, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Roll Wrestling. Ah, yes. And Captain uh, Lou Albano. Yeah, and um, the Super Mario Brothers show with Captain Lou Albano. Yeah, w- and w- uh, also um, uh, and Captain and the Game Master. That's right. There's that's a bunch. That, There's a bunch of eighties. Yeah, that's one. Uh, that's Nintendo one, cartoons. Yeah, th- that one I I loved. And then uh, and the one that that every Friday was uh on Super Mario Brothers show, mm-hmm. Legend of Zelda. Zelda. That's right. Yeah. I kept thinking, like, while you were talking about it, I kept thinking, like, Link had a cartoon, too. Yeah. Yeah, all, like, uh, weirdly wrestling-based. Yeah. Well, excuse me, princess. 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> he is a freak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, let's see. Rick Flag, the old Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. Apparently, did not like the ending of Suicide Squad. But since that whole movie kind of bored me so much, I didn't bother reading any more of the articles, so I have no idea why he's upset about it. Oh, God. Probably because Joker should have been the bad guy, and the whole idea of having a crazy fucking, like, ethereal witch was stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, X-Files, you watch that at all? The new X-Files, comeback? Uh, I didn't watch the new ones. I, I, lo- I love the old ones. They're good. This, this season seems to be more uh, in tune with the whole Aliens, Mulder, Scully arc. Mm-hmm. But uh, their son has been revealed. William oh, really? is alive and well and oh, 17 okay. years old and a bit of a dick. Oh, has to be. <laughs> He's a bit of a dick. Mm-hmm. He's got two girlfriends and he made them fucking stab each other and shit. Mm-hmm. Not on purpose, but because he's got powers. <laughs> you can't really control him well. <laughs> they redeem him by the end of the episode, but like during the episode, you're like, huh, yeah, he's a bit of a dip. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's just got like a, he made two girls fight. He made them see monsters and they cut each other up in a boat. Oh, shit. He's writing Reddit stories and shit. Like, he's a, he's a typical 17-year-old. Oh, okay. So, like, when you're watching it, like, well, that's what a typical fucking 17-year-old boy yeah, with, like, true. telekinesis would do or tele- yeah. telepathy would do. Yeah. He'd be a bit of a fucking player. Yeah, that's that's actually true. That's exactly yeah. what happened. And it's not like when you're watching it, you're like, he's not a, he's not a bad kid. He's just, he's got powers he can't control. Mm-hmm. So he starts fucking around. Yeah. And they go out of control. People end up dead. And he feels bad about it. Yeah. Then he kind of fakes his death and, <laughs> and runs away. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's exactly what a fucking 17-year-old tele- telepathy yeah. would do. Uh, Brian Michael Bendis is on to Superman full time now. Is he? He's moved over. I think it started with when they brought back the uh, the red undies. Because yeah. Superman's got the red underoos again. Yeah. And uh, apparently they're not called underwear. No, he, he already told his son they're not underwear. They're part of the uniform. It's one piece. Yeah. When I take it off, it all comes off together. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, That's good. Uh, yeah, there's that. Mm. Um, we did make a comment earlier on the show before we started getting all ranty and shit mm. about um, like this might be episode 88. I think this is episode 88. Okay. Which uh, eight eight is like the HH, which is Hail Hitler. Hail Hitler, yeah. Which is in line with like Team Norway has got a new design for their Olympic gear, which is the Tear Rune. Now you know what runes are. Yeah. Like in Norse in North mythology, Norse mythology, like runes are super important, right? Yeah. The Tear Rune is like it looks like a T, it's like an arrow, but apparently the Nazis had it on their costumes, on their little their little fancy fucking Hugo Boss suits there. Yeah. And uh, people are losing their fucking shit. Oh fuck. Because how could Norway do that? Oh god. To which I say, you know what? Fucking take it back. Put it on. Keep it on. Take it back to the Nazis. Yeah. Because they're not doing it because they're Nazis. They're yeah. doing it because it's, like, part of Nordic religion. Yeah. It's part of, like, Nordic mythology. Yeah, they stole from us. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking swastikas were taken from Fuck India. India, yeah. Nobody fucking looks at a swastika now. They're like, that's racist. Yeah. No, you're uneducated. You're uneducated. It's not racist. You yourself are uneducated. Yeah. So if they're putting that tier rune on, I say, why not? Yeah, like they're not they're not like you know walking around and goose stepping and shit. Yeah, if they're wearing a Hugo Boss style Olympic outfits, like yeah. imagine that they show up and they're wearing like an outfit that's like all gray with a high black collar and like black cuffs and black boots, and you're like, oh, that that's uh, that looks very reminiscent of um you know Nazi outfits. Yeah, and then all of a sudden like there's a tear rune on it and a swastika. Well, not even a swastika, a red circle in the front mm-hmm. with like. A white S. Yeah. Or a white N. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's clearly a Nazi outfit. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're clearly dressed like a Nazi. Mm. But they're not doing that. Yeah. They're just putting the tear rune on shit. Yeah. So. Fucking Norway. It's Norway. Like, how much more North can you get? Yeah. They're putting shit on that's relevant to their culture. Yeah. Norway's, yeah. Norway's, fuck. People are, and people are just like, like uh, whatever, man. I'm, I'm so, we're, we're, we've, been, we've beaten this, like. Oh, yeah, we've beaten it to shit, but I just oh, think it's funny it's that, like, if India had rolled out with, like, swastikas in their uniform. Yeah. Like, what would happen? What would happen? Would well, people just, like, explode. Yeah, people would explode. You would just hear collective pants being shit. 
everywhere. Yeah. People just want their voices heard. Exactly. That's, for, you for, know what? for no for no exactly. reason. Yeah. That is the most accurate thing. People yeah. just want their voices heard, like without any reason behind it. Yeah. 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 If you want your voice heard because there's something bad going on, like <laughs> if, if there's like a you know if like a, um, you know for let's say if uh, your elected officials are fucking in the banks and stealing, then yeah, make your voice heard. Like go and do something. If you're complaining, do something. Right. All that is actually happening too. Yeah. They don't hear as much about it anymore. Yeah. Exactly. But. Uh, yeah. If you're like you know if there's a, um, yeah if you just want to go up on Twitter and just say or mm-hmm. go on Reddit and say oh you know what I think this is a, I I disagree with this so I'm just, I'm just gonna say like yeah the team Norway yeah they're a bunch of Nazis no, like, you're not, no they're not off, fuck off you don't they're know not anything. Nazis they're just using something as part of their culture like culturally like relevant thing yeah it's like that that's it's very different I think people are kind of like maybe trying to line it up things like the uh, the Confederate flag. Mm-hmm. Like the Confederate flag was very much a stance that was like, this is what it is. This is made to show who we are, and we're using this to show who we are to you. Mm-hmm. We're not going to join your union. We are the Confederacy. This is our flag, and that's what it stands for. Mm-hmm. So what it stands for is what they were trying to fight for, yeah. which is like you know retaining slavery mm-hmm. to, to keep their industries going. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that's the funny thing. Like Everybody kind of says, says, like, oh, it was slavery. Oh, there, there's more than just slavery. The slavery was like, there's actually a reason they wanted to keep slavery. They weren't just, just fucking racist. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot, like, probably most of them weren't just fucking racist. But yeah. the whole idea was that their industry was going to die if they got rid of slavery. Mm-hmm. They wanted to own humans like cattle so they could keep picking cotton and keep making money. Yeah. Which is almost, to me, like, almost more disgusting when you think about that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Then just like slavery. It's like, well, you just got a bunch of people doing our work for us. Well, we people work for people anyway. Mm-hmm. But you want to treat people like cattle so you don't lose money, mm-hmm. which is just like like so fucking gross. Yeah. And that's your flag that represents you. Mm-hmm. Now, if you had a team that was wearing that as their, their main colors, then I think you got a fucking problem. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But if within those colors you had, say, I don't know, stars and stripes – and you put that on a uniform, and people got mad because you had stars and stripes on a uniform, that mm. means you're a fucking idiot because yeah. those things still exist today in a certain fashion. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, that's just, the, uh, the elements of that design don't represent what those people stood for. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tier Rune does not represent Nazis. Nazis just used it. They used it, yeah. Which yeah. is just like, uh, that whole thing, just like, yeah, I don't know, it just kind of like annoys me. Yeah. It annoys me that people, like you said, they're just, they're just yelling because they want to be heard yeah, exactly. about what it is, right? Yeah. That just grosses me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, on to nicer things to talk about. Um, Diane Lane is now in House of Cards. Really? Yeah, she's taken over for that. Uh, I think I think what they should have done is they should have just dressed her up like Kevin Spacey. That's <laughs> what they should have done. They should have oh, just dressed man. up like Kevin yeah. Spacey. Okay, you know what? I, I like that. I love Diane Lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I have been in love with Diane Lane since I was a baby. Oh, yeah, Diane. She's hot. She's, she's a beautiful woman. Yeah. I mean, like the outsiders and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, she was like... Oh, fucking outsider. Diane Lane was like Jesse's girl. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. Who's dating that girl? Yeah, I know. Diane Lane. Mm. Yeah. Good she's, Lord. Yeah, she's fine wine. Yeah, man. And, like, not just that, but she's, like, legit. Yeah. Like, she's, like, legit. Not as not as Martha Kent. As Martha Kent was entirely stupid. I, I've, I'm i wiping that, her from my memory for but that. But, like, that's that's the script. <laughs> yeah, that, like, grumpy Martha Kent. You know what? If that was a script, if they told her in the script, you're going to play grumpy Martha Kent. You know, like, inconsistent with your ideology, Martha Kent. Yeah. She did a great job. Oh yeah, yeah, you saw like when she was uh, save these people. Yeah, or fucking let him die. I yeah, don't care. Yeah, she's I'm like, Martha Kent, yeah, bitch. Yeah, she's like, you don't owe this world a thing. Yeah, and then she's like, you never did. I'm like, you know what? That's that's not Martha Kent. Yeah, but but th- she played that whatever she like whatever she was told to do. She did really. She well. did that well. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, uh, which but that that was a part of it too. Right? It was weird to watch her play an old woman because she's not an old lady. She's at not all. at all. Like, yeah. yeah, when she when she's dolled up. Oh, <laughs> that is so greasy. I know. Uh, when that broad is yeah. dolled up. Yeah, when that broad is dolled up. <laughs> <laughs> was, oh, God. 
throw some that lipstick on her. Yeah. You, you, sir, yeah. are a misogynist. Yeah, can you imagine like, when that broad is dolled up? Nah, bro, I, well, I, I, I just d- called I, Ronda I Rousey broad Lesnar. Yeah. So, like, you know, if we're, we're both going to hell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get mad at you. I'm, I'll, 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 warm the, I'll warm the chairs yeah, for you. Yeah, we need some broads around here. Uh, we do actually. Well, that's and we'll talk more about that later on. But mm-hmm. we're gonna get we're gonna have some. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have some women in here, uh, giving their opinion on how stupid we are. Yep. Um, the shape of water may be having a case of plagiarism. Yes, we talked about that last time, yeah, right? But yeah. there's been another one. There's another one. Uh, there's a writer. I can't remember again what it was because I just it just hit me as we were talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, that she has written a book called The Space Between Us that shares similar themes. As a shape of water. Okay. So it's weird. It's like, you know how like when you upload music to YouTube, they know right away that you're, you know, you're fucking putting up used music. Mm-hmm. Like there's gotta be algorithms and shit, right? Or like people out there, like whose job is it to make sure that you're not stealing shit? Yeah, there, there has to be a way. Like I remember, I, I think it's like on Joe Rogan where, God, I can't remember who he's talking about. But one of the comedians, they like, they'll fucking go to every single comedian they know. And tell them a joke they've thought of to make sure that like it hasn't been ripped off. Yeah, Joe Rogan's notorious for that. Oh yeah, for calling people out. Yeah, yeah, he calls everybody out. But it was like I can't remember which comedian he was talking about. Was it Carlos Mencia? No, well he's he took down Mencia. Yeah, like Joe Mencia is out of a job because of Joe Rogan. Yeah, but um, some comedian friend of his is known for going to everybody he knows to make sure he's not ripping off other comedians. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, like, how do you? Well, I think you just sound like you you go to. I mean, comedians are are pretty obsessed with their craft. Yeah. They're pretty obsessed with other comedians. Yeah, and they probably know they they've seen bits, they've seen everybody else's shows yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I have I watch a lot of stand up. Mm-hmm. So like when somebody says something, I can kind of go back and be like, oh yeah, yeah, get him. Like some somebody said that, right? Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like I, I kind of imagine there should be somebody like that for like in Hollywood. There's got to be like, like Hollywood's version of like the the fucking like story whisperer, like somebody who knows all this shit. Yeah. And it's just like I, I just I just fucking know like I, that's been taken by somebody. Gotta go back in my databanks, my brain banks there, and like that, that story's from somebody. So is that gonna affect the shape of water, like when it comes to awards series season? I don't think so. I mean, I think like it's it's just gonna keep on winning awards and do whatever, and then people will forget about the other movies, like always. Yeah. Like I mean, somebody else, smaller budget, smaller team. Like uh, the one is a book, and the other one is a short film. I think it's a student film, and they'll get forgotten, and Shape of Water will will still be loved by everybody. Yeah, I'm I'm still I'm still crossing my fingers for Dunkirk. Yeah, Dunkirk is uh, has got some awards nominated, and they're nominated for some awards. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, actually, I'm not too sure. Is it is it a uh, best picture, best director, best technical? It's probably technical a lot, man. Te- sound and stuff like that. Probably, I'm assuming. I'm I'm sure they yeah. are. I just I don't know. Like uh, I'm kind of like disenfranchised and disenchanted from like awards and movies and shit. Uh, me too. I don't. Wa- I never watch that. Yeah, shit. I mean, like, uh, yeah. I, w- I would like to see Christopher Nolan win one at least. You you did say, yeah that'd be nice yeah that'd be nice you um you did mention Christopher Nolan and for some reason my brain went Christopher Walken which goes back to uh today today yesterday today what was it they just they they made what's his name an official person of interest there Who? the Natalie Wood murder uh, oh yeah um fucking uh, what's his nuts there heart to heart heart to heart yeah <laughs> yeah he just made him official person of interest in murdering yeah. Natalie Wood yeah forty years ago forty years ago like a long ass time ago mm-hmm. throwing Natalie Wood overboard what's his name. He was number two in, in goddamn fucking Austin Powers there. Wagner. Robert Wagner. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for pulling that out of my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he used a, a pair of dental pliers. Yeah. Yanked that out of there. Oh. Yeah, Robert Wagner is now an official person of interest mm-hmm. in the death of Natalie Wood. Yeah. He's cleared before, and all of a sudden now they're like, oh, you know, we're going back to it, and we really think he beat the shit out of him and threw him overboard. Yeah. 
Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner. Murdered my wife. <laughs> I murdered my wife. I murdered my wife. Ah, man, Robert Wagner. Fucking Wagner. I hope not, because I really want to go back and watch Heart to Heart movies again. <laughs> Heart to Heart was a good show. Heart to Heart was unreal. Couples detective show. Yeah. I want to watch, uh, what's a good 80s show? I want to watch um, um, O'Hara. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want to watch O'Hara. I, I don't want to see, like, why did I watch that show in the why first place? Why did I watch this in the first place? Yeah. Do you want to, like, follow that with some canon? Uh, you want to watch some canon while or maybe some Mannix? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch some I'll watch some Mannix and some I canon while I'm at oh, it. I, I stopped to watch that documentary on Canon Films. Oh, that's right. That, uh, that was... That's been out for a while, isn't it? It's been out for a while. It's, it's, new. it's on that 10-pack of, like, 80s, like, uh, 80s, like, action hero um, thing. But I think you can watch hmm. it on... I'm watch sure it it's on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube or you can watch it on Cody or something like that. Canon Films, which made some of the best, like, 80s action movies. Um... Or in movies of, of all time. Of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, like, if you watch action movies in the 80s, or movies in the 80s... You probably saw a Canon production. You saw the Canon logo. Yeah. The big C with, like, a little line in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, like C, uh, e. Two Cs that just come together. Yeah, like, yeah. linked together. Yeah. Like Terminator. Like Terminator. <laughs> like, if, you, if you've watched Terminator, you've watched Bloodsport, uh, Cyborg, Kickboxer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He-Man? He-Man. Masters of the Universe? Masters did, Universe. did they do that? Yeah, I think they did, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, they did Canon. Yeah, Canon Films did that. Yeah, I think that was their final. That, that was the final one. I think. No way. I think it was. Yeah. I wonder if Cyborg was the final one, because like that was after He Man. No, no, yeah, you're right. It was probably Cyborg. Yeah. Maybe Cyborg. Yeah. Goddamn Canon Films. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Vince McMahon brought back the XFL. Yeah, it's I coming. Heard. Here's the Canon Films. Here's the here's the Canon Films. Yeah. Don't don't pour that in the ground. I don't give a shit if they drink anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know they used to make softcore porns. Who did? Canon Films. Really? Yeah, they started out doing that. Really? They started out doing remakes of uh, of like European softcore. That's that's how they got their start. When Canon Films showed up, the the very first thing they did is they is like two guys got together. Uh, I have no idea what their names are. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. But they started this this with a loan from a company that uh, he, like parents or whatever here in the states. Like somebody somebody who owned a company gave them a loan, I think. But uh, then they started making softcore porn. Okay. That was that was there. You're kind of like you seem a little bit bummed out by that. No, I think that's awesome. <laughs> that's, that might be part of the that's documentary. That's the crazy thing I've ever heard. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Soft core porn. Weekend. Yeah. And then when they started, uh, they started losing money because I think they wanted the production value of their soft core to go up, and they made a couple of risky, uh, risky movies mm -hmm. that just didn't make their money back. Okay. That weren't like soft core. They were like they were legitimate like films, mm -hmm. but their market was kind of dwindling in the porn and whatever they were making wasn't really being taken so much anymore. Yeah, and the movies they put their money into to become legit didn't work out. So then that's when they sold it to um, Golan and Globus. Yeah, that's right. There are two Israeli guys who two bought Israeli it, guys, and yeah. then they took it and turned it into Canon Films. Mm, and that's okay. when it became what it was when we fell into Canon Films. Yeah, there's a. Yeah, I put on that Facebook message post. I put that uh, you saw that ten pack that I put on there. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to like there's like. I really want to watch uh, Missing in Action three again. Oh man, that is such a bad all movie. Of those. But it's so, but it's so awesome. They're all awful and good. Yeah, all of those movies are terrible and good. Yeah, all at once. Do you, has which movie? Do you, which one of Van Damme's movies, like his famous movies mm -hmm. from the eighties, for you has not lasted the test of time? Lasted the test of time. Like, let's say, do would you still love Bloodsport? Yeah, I I think I still love them all. I can still watch them all. Kickboxer. Yeah, that's fine. I like that. Cyborg? Sure. I don't hate it. I mean, like, obviously by today's standards. Yeah. It's not It's not going to be like, like you know, a, a, a sci-fi masterpiece. Yeah. There's no Blade Runner. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I think they're all still watchable. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 They're all still absolutely watchable. Which movies have not of Van Damme's? Where you're oh, like, Van you, Damme's. You, when you watched it for the first time, you're like, that movie was unreal. And then you watch it now, you're like, fuck, I can't watch no it. No Retreat, No Surrender. Ooh. Yeah, I hate that movie altogether. Fuck. 
Yeah. I mean, all together, I think that movie is a heaping pile of fucking horse shit. Holy like, it's a manure. Shit. Yeah, it's a good thing Roger's not here. Oh, yeah, I've said it to him. Oh, that's good. Okay. I've said it to him. Yeah. I, I think that movie is just like a, like a steaming pile of garbage. What was his response again? I don't think he had one. I think he just was he just he, shook his head. He, he was just too shocked. <laughs> yeah, I think he was just shocked. I I really didn't like it. Um, we just that's like punching his unborn son. Oh yeah, so. absolutely. I have no love for that movie at all. Um, no treat, no surrender. I don't care for. Uh, recently we just talked about how he really likes Wake of Death, which is a newer Van Damme movie. Oh yeah, I he saw believes it, yeah. that Wake of Death might be the best Van Damme film ever made. I think Wake of Death is garbage. I, I only think that, too, because I think everybody hyped it up for me. Everybody talked about how Wake of Death is the comeback. Van Damme's fucking comeback. It was a, no, no, a legend of, again. No, Wake of Death was not was not very good. I did not like it. I didn't like it, and I think it's because it was overhyped. I think everybody just kept telling me how great it was, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, I just didn't like it. Oh, yeah. No, no. I, 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 which I watched happen to a guy recently with, with John Wick, the first John Wick. Mm-hmm. I watched everybody talk up John Wick so much to a friend of mine that when he watched he's like, Schmidt, it's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. It ain't no 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he gave it like a 60%. <laughs> it's above average, but whatever. Yeah, you, you have to like, John Wick, uh, for me, it's like you have to, like, I, I saw it in theaters. Yeah. I'm like, I like that's the way to see it. Yeah. Because you're like, you know what, fresh, and you're like, you have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. You're like, this is new. And everyone, every, like, everyone who watched it, watched it in the theater walked out and was like, that movie was Satisfying. so fucked. Everyone was like, that movie was fucking crazy. Yep. Nobody heard anything about it. They watched it. They walked out. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. But for this fella, it was so talked up. Like, no, every, everybody was talking about it. And, he, and like, number two was just about to come out. Mm-hmm. And he just, he just never got around to yeah, it. Yeah. And that and that's, that's, that's kind of spoils him on, on part two. Dude, I've done the same thing with Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. I have not seen Saving Private Ryan yet. Everybody won't fucking shut up about it. And I'm I'm the one who's like, you know what? It ain't no fucking uh, Forrest Gump. Yeah. War scenes in Forrest Gump were better than anything I've ever seen. So, yeah. you know, take your Saving Private Ryan and shove it up your ass, pal. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan, I'll say this. Saving Private Ryan's a, a good, it's a good, it's a great movie. Like yeah. I, I can't deny that, right? It's a great movie. But, um, how do I put this? It's, it's, uh, it's well acted. Um, there's, there's, it's well shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but. The th- there's no, there's no, there's nothing to like. There's no themes behind it. Really, it doesn't show. It shows you like you know, like it puts you like it, it's one of those movies where it puts you into the war. Mm-hmm. You're like, holy crap! Like you know, like the opening scene is is fucking crazy. See, okay, now I always thought I was always under the impression that the opening scene was the last scene of the movie. Oh no, yeah, the movie yeah. starts. The movie starts out with like a, it's a, it's it's a massacre. Yeah, and but the thing is, like, it doesn't tell you about like. Like when I watch horror movies, I want to not about the, the the horror of war. Like I know people get blown up and like you know they're, they're, they're fighting and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I understand that, right? We all know that in in war, people die. Yeah, but I like the war. War never changes. Yeah, I love, but I'm more interested when when it comes to war movies, what war does to people. Yeah, mentally. Mentally, what does it do to people? I don't need a lot of death in the in the war movie. I want platoon. Yeah, I like platoon. I like um predator. Pre- <laughs> predator. <laughs> I like um uh like I like um like Apocalypse Now. Yes. I like um uh, um Full Metal Jacket. Like I like what war does to people. Exactly. Because you'll be like, because like you know when you see death, you're like, oh man, I just w- I don't want to be that guy or that guy who's uh, who's like whose body got cut in half or whatever like that, right? Yeah, I don't need those the gore like, factor. Yeah, those are like those are like fleeting moments, right? Mm-hmm. And, but that's not to dumb down what like well, what that's not to like you know disparage what uh, Saving Private, Private right? um, what Steven, Spiel- Steven Spielberg did, but I just find that with those movies. They don't rel- they they don't need to rely on the action. Mm-hmm. It's just more like when you watch it, you're just like you're on edge because you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, man. I think that's why I like Fury so much. Yeah, Fury was unreal. Like Fury had those action moments, but yeah. they were they were cool moments. I don't think they were Star Wars. You watch Fury, it's like the red guy shot or the bad guy shot red, and the good guy shot green. Like I mean, like that was yeah. 
that's what Fury kind of was. Mm-hmm. To me, those are very like explosive Star Wars moments. Mm-hmm. But more than that, it's like there are things you're watching like is ta- is 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 like fucking what's his name Brad Pitt. He's he's here just talking to people like you're yeah. just hanging out in a room talking. Yeah, and shaving. Like, are they gonna kill these ladies? Like, is he gonna snap yeah. all of a sudden? Like, I know he's the good guy here, but at any time. He could just fucking snap and kill these people. Yeah. I know he's being a really good guy, but I don't know this guy. Yeah. He's been through the horrors of fucking war. Yeah. Like, for all I know, he's going to murder everybody in this room. Yeah. That's the thing, too. And I, I think those kind of movies were, like, uh, um, when it comes to, like, uh, not focusing on body count and gore, but, like, on violence, but yeah. focusing more on, like, what it does to people. Yeah. I think that brings that brings the character out more of the actors. Yeah. Like, like, I'll give you a perfect example. Fury. Perfect example. Mm-hmm. I, um... I hate, I hated, I shouldn't say hate, that's a strong word. I did not like Shia LaBeouf. Le, Le, LaBeouf, is that his name? Yeah. I didn't like that guy. I just thought he was like the Transformers kid who just irritates me, like whatever, right? Yeah. I saw him in Fury, I'm like, this guy's a fucking good actor. He's incredible now. He's incredible. Uh, he's he's very good. I yeah. mean, he's arguably like the best role in that movie, Shia LaBeouf. Oh, I've, uh, hands down he is. Yeah. yeah. Because like I you can sympathize with him mm-hmm. and you hate him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you go back to sympathizing. Yeah. Like, no, well, he's like that because he's fucked up. He's fucked up. Like, I mean, this is this guy, he's a tank driver. He's murdered people. Yeah, because uh, yeah, war movies should be like, um, should be fucked up. Yeah. Or they should be different. Like, I don't think, like, we've, we've No, seen you're right. They should be fucked up. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't want to see the glorification. I mean, we talked about Hurt Locker. Yeah. Like, uh, you didn't like Hurt Locker. I didn't. Or you didn't like the character. I didn't like the character. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing I like about Hurt Locker is, yeah. like, what, but same thing is, like, uh, he was fucked up. He was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. That was I the th- cool thing about yeah. him. Like, he I was, like, kind of like a d- b- uh, bro douche. Yeah. But that dude was genuinely fucked in the head. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Like, and the reason why I hate the movie is, is stupid because I hate it because of I, I don't like uh, Jimmy Renner. Jimmy Renner, right? Yeah. But, like, uh, um, but yeah, like, but what it does to people, those are the war movies I like mm-hmm. because there's been so many movies about, like, war movies with, like, body counts and, like, you know, yeah. the show, like, all that. I like different sides to the war movies. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to focus on, like, you know, you know, six thousand people were killed like within the first ten minutes of like yes. D-Day, whatever it was, right? Or Normandy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not in it. Like, I'm not in war movies for the spectacle. Yeah, honestly, like yeah. I mean, like if I want a spectacle, I want to see like a sci-fi war movie. Yeah, like I want to see like weird, weird techno explosions coming from the bad guy's side that just like launch people into the stratosphere. Yeah, like weird shit. Or they they move into dimensions. Oh, that's not bad. But yeah, uh, yeah, and that I think that's why I like. Uh, um, like I, I like it when it's, it's told in a different way, and I think that's why I like Dunkirk so much. Mm-hmm. Is because it is, it's not a typical war movie. It's like it's it's about the war. It's about a specific um event that happened. Yeah. And uh, and it's told in a different way. It doesn't focus on the it doesn't focus on the narrative or mm-hmm. the, the voices because people will just they they'll you can see what they're saying through their facial reactions, mm-hmm. and it doesn't focus on it doesn't focus on the characters. It just focuses on um what these people went through. Th- yeah. So uh yeah, and I think. It's, well, it's different. That's what I think. That's what I liked about it. Yeah, I think that's that's the like that's the failure in movies now is they want to have a spectacle. Yeah, they don't want to focus on like that nuance of what what the PTSD is. Yeah, like how messed up these guys are gonna be. Yeah, like I mean, not like uh, uh, as an example, and this is very layman layman's termish in uh, in what I'm talking about. When you watch a movie like uh, like an action movie, somebody gets shot, like John McClane gets shot, and he just keeps on trucking. Yeah. It's like, whatever, it's just a flesh wound. And yeah. he goes, like, no, man, you just got a shot. That shit's going to fuck you up. Like, mm-hmm. the bruise that you're going to have on your arm from your flesh wound, you know, that's going to mess you up for the rest of your life. Yeah. But it's like, no, they just keep on moving. Yeah. Like, that's to me, like, the spectacle of the war movies. Yeah. It's like, guys just getting shot, taking damage, keeping on going. I'm keep on trucking. I'll, I'll get to the end. I'll, yeah. I'll shoot Hitler. Mm-hmm. It's like, but, I mean, then there's the idea of, like, well, no, that bullet did some serious damage. I just got shot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm all fucked up. Yeah. I can get shot again. And the next time, I might die. Yeah. I can't go back out there. Yeah. You're going to go back out there? 
I ain't going back out there. Yeah. Oh, fuck that shit. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go hide somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like that, that thought process that goes through their heads, right? Like that, that's what I want to see. I want to see them struggle internally about like how fucked up a situation it is. Yeah. We're going to get two groups of people who are going to shoot at each other and try to straight up fucking murder each other. Yeah. But there are rules and it's somewhat civilized, mm-hmm. but they're going to fucking kill each other. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I mean, and then like, what are they thinking? Like, what are you thinking? Mm-hmm. I don't want to go out there and murder people. Do you want to murder people? I don't want to murder people. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? We're going to get shot at? I guess we got to murder people. Yeah. It's like, there's a lot of, like, fucked up shit that goes on. And you never see that in the concept of, like, of, like war movies. No. Of battle movies. No. And the closest we ever got was Eric Bana on Black Hawk Down. Yeah. I mean, this is, like, the PTSD is so strong in that one. Yeah. He's eating a cereal. And he's, uh, he's so, like, used to it. Like, I mean, that's fucked up that he's that used to it. Yeah. And he's like, nah, man, I'm, I'm going out there. You're going to go eat your cereal and go home. Yeah. But I'm going to go out there because you ain't built for this shit. I'm built for this shit. Yeah, I'm gonna finish my food and I'm gonna go back out there and yeah, murder some like, motherfuckers. Yeah, he's like this. He's like, he goes, he goes, as, as soon as that, uh, as soon as that first bullet, that first bullet flies. Yeah, politics and all that shit goes right out the window. <laughs> right out the window. Yeah, like I mean, what makes a guy like that? I mean, I, that's a real, that's a real. There's a story back there. Yeah, that's uh, again, that's why I think like Hurt Locker for me is one of those. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And uh, like yeah. I said before, like yep. I'm, I'm people, fans of Hurt Locker, mm-hmm. they're gonna look at me and be like, "You're an idiot for hate for the reason why you no, hate I that mean movie." I can, but I can I'm just like, you, you know what? Yeah, that's that's a personal thing for me. Yeah, yeah. I, see I can't, that. I can't. Ev- that's about it. Yeah. Everything else about the movie, brilliantly written, un- unbelievably directed. Mm-hmm. Um, characters are great. I just don't like Jeremy Renner. J- yeah, it's I, Jeremy Renner sticks I in here. Stand, he's just <laughs> fucking. He's, he sticks in my craw. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Well, that uh, that just about kind of does it for today, buddy. Yep. Uh, a little short and sweet one we got going on. Actually, not so short and sweet. We kind of no, hit our time. We're good. We hit our time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to thank at Backside Attack. I would like to thank Backside. Well, thank you, homie. This is the at BSFW podcast. Absolutely. In our brand new studio, which is our old studio, but we got yeah. new shit in here now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start doing Twitch probably next week. Uh, are we, are you gonna do, uh, what are you going to use for a console? Um, The Steam. I got Steam? the PC. We're just going to okay. play some Steam games. Cool. Uh, so we're going to do some Twitch streaming next week, uh, and then we're going to get a guest in here. So we got a whole bunch of shit going on. Actually, we have two guests coming up. Sounds good. And this is the ABSFW podcast. I already said that. You should like and share and subscribe. All that shit. And then from there, you'll just get more of what we do. Yep. And then you'll get to listen to us on in your pocket mm-hmm. for your ear holes. Your ear holes. We'll bring you joy. Yep. We'll talk about shit that you would talk about anyway. Exactly. We talk about shit. You talk about shit.